Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? You already know, my guy. I'm a current log snapper. T-Top 5, man. That's all I'm going to say. We're blue collar. We're hard workers. That's who our fans are. That's who our school is. Clip, what's up? It's Fry. Loneliness is worse than um, than COVID. <laughs> it's a proven. It's a proven fact. I don't want a stalker. Bro, what are we doing here? Bro. Just a bunch of dudes sitting in a room talking into sticks, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the <gasps> You can't say that. Cliff, thank you for letting me hijack the show. If it wasn't funny, then let's blame it on the duck. <laughs> now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, way too much Alex Harper in the new open. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a free beer Friday. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios, and we are coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington, 125930 online, PR927FM.com, and the show is live and streaming on facebook and youtube check us out pirate radio tv like subscribe subscriber numbers are going up let's keep that trend going and uh we're also on facebook as well we want to be talking to you on this friday pirate baseball taking on north carolina this weekend east carolina basketball finally back in action they'll be at rice on saturday and a lot of other things happening in the world of sports that we will talk about for the next three hours we've got brian north joining us wcti 12 to get you ready for your sports weekend we've got tony dunn c3 podcast as he joins us every week during the nfl season and every week during the off season we've got a long off season ahead of us uh we'll talk about some nfl topics coming up with tony in hour number two also mark greenheld's golf shop radio show talk about what's going on in the world of golf morgan aylers will join us on the show as well in our number three chan is on his way or might be in chapel hill for tonight's matchup east carolina and north carolina we are obviously keeping an eye on the weather and we'll talk about that throughout today's show as far as we sit here right now 302 p.m on a friday afternoon game on i haven't been told otherwise um so we will uh preview that series quite a bit on today's program shirley rhodes is here on a friday intern zach rocking the east carolina jersey i was gonna say knockoff but i didn't want to sound mean but it is kind of stinks that you can't get more like authentic on the field stuff you i know, know? It's, just, it's like generic yeah every i think they do it for a lot of the schools but it's I know. Just with different colors I, I don't get it either like i, I want more I won't. Uh, I would. I would buy a legit pair of ECU basketball shorts. <laughs> like the, you would get them long to your shins, wouldn't you? Heck yeah, man! Yeah. I'm going early 2000s style <laughs> with mine. Um, but an ECU baseball jersey would be cool. Um, an on-field hat, which mm. I guess you can get a couple. But like, I want the the red, white, and blue stripe. I want oh, it yeah. all. I want all the options. Yeah. <clears throat> I want the 23 hat that, quite frankly, I came up with the idea for. <laughs> Look Trademark. at it on Twitter. I was the first person to talk about Did it. Did you receive any royalties for that? I didn't receive crap for it. Should have filed. God. But anyway, Alex Harper's here as well. What's up, Alex? What's up, man? Luckily, I know a guy that can get me an authentic ECU football jersey you for do. this What's week. What's up? 
Can't I mean, I don't know. I don't even have my own jersey, so it'll be number forty-nine. Yeah. Do you think uh, when you leave this program, will that will you get to keep a helmet or a jersey? I, you might have to steal it, to be honest. So it's such a stupid situation. Like they don't let us keep it, but if you take it, they will charge it to your account. Like okay. they'll put a hold on your account, but you can just pay it off. Right. So it's like you can buy it, but like not really. Any idea how much that would be? Uh, yeah. So I mean, it, if you want to buy a helmet, it depends on the helmet. Like I actually talked to our equipment manager like a month ago, and I was like, "Listen, this is my last year. I'm letting you know now. I am taking a helmet at the end of the season. I was going to switch to a Rydell Axiom, which is like those new ones that look like a Power Rangers helmet." And he said, well, if you take that one, it's going to be like $1,500 to your account. Or you can Damn. just keep wearing a Rydell Speedflex, and it'll be like five, $600. Wow. So I decided to not switch to the Axiom simply because I wanted to take it at the end of the year. Yeah, good good uh, financial decision mm-hmm. there. Uh, Jamie on YouTube says he goes on eBay and buys uh, used ECU stuff. And his Pirate Baseball jersey in his Twitter pick is from that. That doesn't look like a real jersey. I mean, it looks cool, but that's is that a, that's not a real. That's not real. Yeah, that's a cream colored. Yeah. No, we it doesn't never look had like that. It. I mean, I, again, It'd be it, cool it looks did. like it would be a legit jersey, but I don't think the Pirates have worn that jersey. But um, either way, it looks pretty sweet. Um, welcome in to Jamie Cass, Chan Chandler said, "Boy, if you don't get out of my chair." I'd love to see what you're going to do about it, Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> Come fight me for it, Chandler, when you get back. Uh, Jamie. in the rain, buddy. <clears throat> Jamie is in today. He says, hey, now, fla, fla, flo, fly, ta-ta, toothy. He's an old Howard Stern fan. As am I. Cass says, HFMFs, HFDU, buddy. Chad's in the house. Bang, bang, chat gang. Uh, Jamie continues to say his jersey is real okay man take your word for it we're not gonna we're not gonna argue today in fact we're gonna try to keep the peace on today's show because uh one thing i want to talk about is fan behavior coming off the kevin durant incident from last night and i like that i'm an old man and we have the younger super fan uh, generation here with zach who enjoys mixing it up with the opposing team sometime to ecu's detriment as we've seen this year so far he's called out one guy for being fat and another guy for looking weird and both of those guys have torched east carolina yeah right afterwards yeah <laughs> uh did you guys see the kevin durant thing from last I did. time and I, I almost had some choice comments for it because i can tell he played at texas because no other nobody else whines about that unless they go to texas oh. you know okay but that's one thing i was gonna say but like we've called players not me personally the student section has called players many a thing that they have heard very clearly, such as that word that he was to call it. Which is not cool to do. I'm going to go ahead and say. I guess not. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> if somebody walked by the hall right now while you're doing this and said, Zach, hey, hey, Lewis, you're a boot. You'd be like, ah, oh, that's cool, bro. I say it'd be cool. But, like, I'm not saying I do it. I just It's, it's come out many a times for some of the people sure, in our student yeah. section. It just happens. 
It doesn't just happen. Like he, 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 somebody makes it happen. It doesn't just yeah. happen. Like rain just happened today, or yeah, it, it, it happened on purpose. I guess it just feels normal at our I games. I think what he's getting at is that it is not an uncommon situation to no. happen. He, to Kevin Durant or to pro players, player. player. you're exactly player. right. You're, but that does not make it. It right. doesn't make it okay. But the way he, he, the way he acted was just, like he turned around like he was gonna like. Like he's never heard it before in his life. Well, you know why that situation was different than others? Because there was only two people in the entire section. It was like two hours before game time. It was just those two people. If there's a a hundred people screaming it, he probably won't turn around because he doesn't know who to point out. When it's only two people, he's like, well, it's that fat lady and the guy (laughs) with that fat lady. Um, So it's easier to to have a face-to-face conversation with them. I feel like you're. Co- I'm glad you're coming at it from this angle, so we can have different opinions on this. What did you think of the lady then when Kevin Durant goes up to the couple, putting out her hand and smiling like, yeah, try, "Hey, but hey, trying to I dap just called you up. a b-word. Cool, we're cool, right?" That was weird. I don't know why she tried to dap him up afterwards. Yeah, you got to stand by your statement. If he's a B, then then she was not standing on business. Explain why he's a B when he asked, "Why do you think I'm a B?" I think Kevin Durant handled it great. I think it's another example of like internet behavior, where on the yeah. internet you just say whatever you want with no consequence, and you're big and bad. But if you do those same things in public to the person's face, it's going to be a completely different uh, different deal. Yeah. And I know Zach, we have different opinions on this. I, in my older years, um, I'm not gonna cancel anyone or, or ban anything. But like, s that pirate DB is like, it's a little crass. But oh, come on, man. if you want to do it, go for it. It's not my thing. It's just it's not, it's not like we're exclusive. The fact to that. that you acted like you needed it, like you need oxygen, oh. kind of bothered me. But I do. It's so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> the only reason why I have a problem with it is because it is not ours. Like it's yeah. not. A that reason. is also that's, why that's it's lame. You think you see? You don't like it because you're an old man yelling at the cloud. No, I like that it's reason. Not, too. It's not appropriate. I was watching Liberty's bowl game. Liberty played it. Liberty. So does that? That makes it even more lame. That they're doing it too. Well, it makes it lame that we're not allowed to, but Liberty is. That's lame that we're less, we're more strict than the Christian school. Well, they're saying it for Jesus. That's different. Well, huh? <laughs> everything they do is for Jesus. It's for Jesus. That's totally different. Um, what did you think of Kevin Durant last night in that situation? Do you? Um, how do you act at games? Do you call guys bees? Well, like on the field, or like, like as like a fan. fan. Uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow. That's my boy. Okay. All right. See, the reason I like the STDB, whatever, that chant, is because I don't call people that during games. I'll call them fatties. I'll call them crap. I'll call them other stuff that's, like, clean. And then I'll chant that because the only time I can say it and it's okay. Not around here, partner. (laughs) Not around here. (laughs) Uh, How do you guys feel about fan behavior? Um Chad said, do we know what the lady said? Yeah, she said the B word. She said, Katie, you a... Yeah, that's all she said. That's she <laughs> was straight to the point. Uh, Chad said he loves the fact the lady wanted to dap him up. She's going to be homies with him now. I mean, the fact that was K- KD was upset about it, correct? Yeah. 
He was upset. I think it was more like, why did you do that? You would would think as long as he's been a professional basketball player and played big-time college basketball before that, you would care just a little bit less. Sure. But but last night he had the opportunity to face that person one-on-one. He didn't, like, freak out or anything. He was just like, why did you just do that? He did stop security from kicking them out. Oh, okay. They were going to get kicked out, and Katie stopped security. Then what's the story? Then I'm confused. What it was just the way he reacted, and she somebody tried to got caught up. on camera calling him a beep, and then he said, "Why? You know, what is your deal as a human being? Why are you doing that?" And her trying to dap him up also made it ten times <laughs> yeah. funnier. Like, did you see the video? <laughs> okay, let's see out. the video real quick. Um, yeah, Kevin Durant did nothing wrong in this situation. No, at all. Um, I just want to make fun of Texas. Yeah, that was pretty good. Horns down for Horns life. Down. I guess um, <laughs> the, her face. Hey, brother man, we cool, right? He's like, you just called me a bitch. Look at her. She is shows. She keeps going for the hand. The uh, five. The dap. Kevin. Kevin. I called you a bit. Beep. Shake my hand. I host a. Oh my god. You know what else is embarrassing about this? She said I host a podcast on sports. As if that what that makes it even worse. It's gonna make them come on the show. Yeah, nobody ever admit that. I don't even tell people I host a, a show talking about sports. It's embarrassing. He is not the host of PRL. Nobody knows that. <laughs> Kevin's like, man, y'all are corny. Uh, I think it's hilarious when fans talk. I think it's so funny. I think it's funny when athletes. My favorite thing in sports is when athletes confront the fans and are like, "Are you ready to say that again?" And they always back down. I love that. That lacrosse player did that to me at the first lacrosse game. Now, tell I, us about it. That was so funny. I don't even know what I... Okay, oh, so we were laying it on GW. The one, the first game I went to, we were playing Gardner-Webb, laying it on them. I was like, I don't even know what number she was. I called her out by number. Actually, we looked up her name, so I said it by name. And I called her out. I was like, you're going to tell them to start playing defense. You need to score some goals. Y'all suck. And she looks at me and goes... What'd you say? I go, uh, um. It changes everything when I, you're having that face-to-face. I was like, I, I want you to score a goal, please. <laughs> That's all I said. I, I think part of it is, too, like, we do want that player to acknowledge us. Like, it a makes us bit. feel good. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think saying you suck is so lame and played out at this point that that's not even that bad. No, like it's if, like if Kevin Durant went to that fan, which I, I think he has every right to, if somebody's screaming at you, you have the right to say something back to him. But like yeah. if they were like, you suck, Kevin, he probably wouldn't even have turned around. Like you suck is pretty meaningless at yeah, this it, point in time. It means nothing. Um, Jamie posted a full picture on Twitter of the jersey. He said, pretty sure it's real, but at the end of the day, you never know. Jamie, Jamie listen. we do know. Jamie, listen. We are telling you. I immediately, after I saw that picture, I looked up East Carolina baseball cream jerseys. They don't even have cream jerseys for sale, my brother. There is no pictures of us ever wearing those. But even that font and, and the way it looks. That's Jamie, not a, at Jamie, me on Twitter. I need to see this. Oh, clip and turn it. Yeah. Like I just, I'm, I think he's. I like it. It that, looks cool. I think he's implying that we think the jersey was like digitally edited. <laughs> uh, I get like, that we can no, touch this, that this jersey. This is a Jamie. real jersey. Yes, you. It's a jersey that you can put on, but it is not an authentic East Carolina baseball jersey. And again, I like it. I would wear it. Oh, for sure. But I don't think East Carolina. I'm pretty positive has never worn jerseys that look like that. I don't like think that so. font and that P. I've never seen that P. No, that P yeah, is terrible. Odd. I, I disagree with you, actually. I wouldn't wear that. 
Oh wow. wow! I think it's terrible. Wow. I like the colors, but the font is what messes it up. Like yeah. either have it just be regular font or the script logo. It and feels, it's, it, it's neither. It feels like a both. play on the script logo, like at one of the other script logos. Hold on, Zach, he got that jersey from DH Gate. Jamie said, "Nothing wrong with that, Alex. You weren't born when they wore when they probably were worn." Jamie, give it up. Dang, man. I didn't ask though. That's crazy. Give it. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up, Jay. Just let just let's 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 move on to something else, man. You we got to get off this. Oh, let's talk about how bad Indiana lost other nights in Nebraska. Does he want to talk about that? Whoa. Okay. Well, all right. Don't kick a man while he's okay, down. Okay. 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 Go ahead. Call him a B. Well, he was coming to Alex. I'm coming to him. <laughs> you know. Got to back up, Alex. Thanks, man. Got to back up uh, the guy you would trust more than Delaney. I did say that. My guy. I didn't pick him to win the game, but I still no, trusted him. No, you didn't. Jamie said, Alex, I'll see you in the parking lot. Oh, wow. What's up? What's <laughs> up? Uh, Jamie also said, the malice in the palace at the palace was the best player fan interaction. Pacers handle business. I agree. I think that was great. I think sometimes fans need to be put in their place. In soccer season, a temple girl tried to put us in our place. She kicked it. We, we had been talking to her all game long. I'm noticing a trend with that. Yeah. He, uh, he doesn't like women, though. <laughs> Whoa! He only goes after women. Whoa, whoa. And then when they go after him, he backs down because he's scared. It's a small stadium. Okay, no. We didn't back down on her. She, we kept chirping her all game long. We were beating them 4-0 at that point. We'd been chanting all game Zach long. Zach would tra- talk trash to the other team if we had a gymnastics team. <laughs> yes, I don't care. I'm, I'm coming after everybody. She kicks the ball. They get the ball. She's playing defense. She gets it off our player. Instead of kicking it upfield to one of her own players, she turns all the way around towards the us on the sidelines in, the, in Johnson and just kicks it straight at us and hits the stands in front of us. So she, per- you're saying she, it was like we all noticed it. Yeah, and like we thought it was pretty intentional. It was funny. We didn't care. Yeah, we tried to get her yellow card. Ref didn't care, but whatever. I will say it doesn't make it right. I don't think, but everything Zach does is out of love for East Carolina. It is. And not hate. There's no hate for anybody else. It's just I'm having Doesn't fun make and it chirping. Right necessarily, but I don't know. Um Will says you can make custom authentic ECU jerseys at a certain website. I don't know if I should say that website. It's already been said on the show. And I've gotten a Ronald Acuna Jr. and Sean Taylor jersey from that website that look amazing. That look authentic. With how expensive these new jerseys are, I'm gonna start buying all my stuff off there. Uh, Will says he made a purple Ehlers throwback jersey last year using that specific website that you can look at, which I do not endorse. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, my bad. Not a sponsor. On Facebook. Also, like, I don't know how legit it is, and some people have ordered stuff from there and either don't get anything or it comes back really funky. So I mean, you, you get what you pay for. Like, yeah. It's like $20 max for like a yeah. nice jersey. So. I was like, this is way worse the, worth the risk. Yeah. And, and my Acuna jersey is awesome. My Taylor jersey is awesome. So. Scallywag Ethan got a uh, Keaton Mitchell jersey off there, and he loved it. So Noah says you got to talk trash to the opposing team, but it's out it's out of hate for me. Oh wow, God, you know that guy, right? That's been straight up. Who's Noah? Noah, you don't know Noah? Oh, I thought he was one of your maniac guys. All right, Noah, uh, go for it, buddy. But when Kevin well, Durant I'm... is in your face, I would love to see the reaction. <laughs> and here, I, I guess my main problem is too that. Once this happens, the fans talking trash all day. You're a B. You're a MFer. You're a QYZX squared. And the player says something to the fan. The player is all of a sudden, or the fan is all of a sudden the victim. 
Oh my God! Did you hear what he said to me? Russell Westbrook called me a, a B, and tries to make that the story. I, I think it's fair game at that point. If you initiate it, don't start no bleep. Won't be no bleep. True. That's usually the, the way life works. Couldn't agree more. What, what, what was that player that tried to jump into the stands to get somebody NBA game? I can't remember who it was. It was a while back. I don't know, but I love him. He's that my favorite jumped player. Jumped in the stands at the player or person. Have yeah. you seen the video of that fan? jumping into the penalty box in a hockey game <laughs> that is stupid i'm sure that didn't work out well for the fact i would no, never test a hockey player <laughs> what a moron hockey's my living i wouldn't chirp those guys no kidding man they got freaking skates on too if they wanted to they could just slice, slice your neck uh but they'd rather just beat you to a pulp instead yeah and they would do it successfully alex uh great news for you what's up coming up tuesday on the show uh Ooh. wade mentor will join us <sighs> PA announcer of the Carolina Hurricanes. It'd be funny if Coach Houston moved Carolina practice back that day. Carolina <laughs> Hurricanes, goal! What a legend! He I'm is. so excited. Yeah, he's great. I know you. Uh, you will enjoy that. Uh, Wait, what time? Joey in the house says, "What's a B?" Joey, go look in the mirror, pal. Hey. Oh, so now Clip gets to call him that word. Wow. What time did you say he's going to be here? On Tuesday? Um, I may or may not. Have we got to go off the air for a minute. Hey, we'll be right back, people. I'm recording it at 2, but we're going to pretend like it's live. Okay. So, like, if you want to be on it like it's live, come in at 2, and you can ask some questions. Dang. You got something to do? We're going to have team meetings at that time. Well, I'll try to get him, mm-hmm. and you can be here one day. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, he'll be live probably at 4 o'clock. Okay, good. I'll be here. All right. Maybe for this one, don't say anything during the interview. Just kind of watch, and maybe next time you can ask a question. No, I wouldn't. Too scared. <laughs> too, too nervous. The lights are too bright. Uh, all right. Anything else uh, before we get to Brian North? Good opening segment. I want to talk about fan behavior. Is alive. Buzz, buzz <laughs> clip. Buzz, buzz. Hornets have won four in a row. You would never would have thought that, dude. North Carolina pro sports are going crazy On right the now. Up. The Panthers need to fall in line, buddy. Next year, we got this. How's Charlotte FC? First game's tomorrow night. Oh, really? They're yep. about to start a season? First game tomorrow night. Do they have a coach and roster? Yeah, Dean Smith. Ironically, his uh, coach, pardon me? coach is named Dean Smith. Okay. He's from England. Uh, we are lacking in <laughs> signings, but we have a team. That feels like they just hired a guy, Dean Smith. He's a, he's a because successful Because his coach. name is Dean Smith. Is it spelled Smythe? No, it's spelled, it's spelled the exact How's same. How's it smelled? So I shouldn't hear that. <laughs> it's spelled the exact same way. Eric says, cheaters never win. I love that. That was my favorite That's thing about win. going to a game. I was like, oh, this is cool, man. I don't like how we've entered a sponsorship into the power play. Uh, so he used to say, your hurricanes are on the power play. But now it's the powerball power play. Yeah. Money talks. Kind of lame. All about money. That watery money. Uh, especially to the $600 man. Alex Harper. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. Brian North will join us. We'll get his thoughts on uh, fan behavior and talk some pirate baseball, pirate hoops, and more. Pirate Radio Live on a Friday. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. You can take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Friday, free beer Friday. Hopefully a baseball Friday. Got weather in Chapel Hill. Randy asking... And I'm not just going to call him Randy. That's Randy Stuckey, coach that knew that name as a kid. Hope you're doing well, coach. Uh, will the game be delayed today, 6 o'clock later? Um, I do think they try to get it in. We were talking earlier, Zach, about, hey, it'd be cool if they uh, postpone tonight, play a doubleheader Sunday. I don't think that would happen. They wouldn't allow it. I think more so they would just, if they postponed it tonight, play it at a later date on a midweek or something. Mm-hmm. um let's call chon let's see if we can get a uh, a weather report so i uh, last time i looked at the weather like it was clearing out around five yeah. but uh, you know the fact is it too wet to play um the ecu ground screw would make it happen yeah Did, maybe joey perry went with the team chon yo live on the air what's up buddy hey how you doing i'm good thank you for asking no problem where are you? Where are um, you? Where are you? I'm waiting for a table here at the Chapel Hill Sub Dogs. So it's packed. They're having their park clubs having their social here. So me and Jenny came to get a little bite to eat before we head over to Boshomer Stadium. John, uh, your best guesstimate at this point, will this game be played tonight? Uh, I think so. It looks like it's going to clear out about game time. So... Um, I, I, and me personally, I think it gets played tonight. Okay. Um, what are you uh, ordering? Uh, probably going to go Chicago dog, and uh, probably like a bacon, bacon cheese delight. I can't remember the name of it, but that's my go-to. And taco tots. I gotta go taco tots every time. All right, good uh, hearty sub dogs order for Chandler Honeycutt. Chon, uh, if you got any news for us, let us know. Uh, if I have any more questions, I'll give you a call. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. All right. The old uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Honeycutt. What's uh, what's everybody's sub dogs order? I am a smokehouse burger guy. I am a buffalo chicken strips with bacon che- bacon cheesy tots. All right. I get the nacho burger and then add a dog, and I usually get a different dog every time. Oh, that's cool. Get the uh, try to get the most. Also, of I substitute the um, was it the fried green beans for French fries. Didn't know that was an option. Yeah, I think they're fried green beans. Shirley, do you have a sub dogs go to? I'm pretty simple. I just go for the regular hot dog. Just and regular some fries. dog. Yeah, just yeah. regular dog. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live Line, talk some sports with Brian North joining us, WCTI 12, back with you uh, here on a Friday, as he is each and every week. North, how you doing, man? 
Doing wonderful, Clipper. Hope you are. Yes, sir. Doing well. Getting ready for the sports weekend. That includes some baseball and a whole lot of hoops. And, uh, Brian, one thing we talked about last segment, I'll get your take on it as a veteran in the sports biz, as a a fan and a media member, um, fan behavior at games. Did you see uh, any of the Kevin Durant stuff from last night? Yeah, just a little bit of what I saw scrolling through social media. I couldn't hear the audio myself, but I guess they called him a name, and he didn't like it, and uh, he went and confronted them, which, you know, I, I have no problem with. I, honestly, it's one of my favorite things in sports, when a fan yeah. uh, says something and then gets questioned on it. And yeah. I, I, I guess it's been going on forever, but it feels like now it's so easy to type something on your computer and call Kevin Durant the B-word, and there are no consequences at all. And then for whatever reason, this fan felt like, hey, uh, I think I'm going to do this in person, um, and said it. And then the reaction from the woman who I believe called Kevin Durant the B-word as he's running out of the tunnel. Uh, he goes up to him, and she sticks her hand out, and it's like, hey, Kevin, what's up, man? <laughs> Good to see you. And he's like, wait, why did you? what are you doing? Why did you do I, I There's something in our brains now that uh, with the Internet, I think, and everything, that thinks you can just say anything without consequence. So I love uh, when the face-to-face human interaction happens in these things because people change their tune very quickly. I think it's a combination of two things. One, yes, we've become keyboard warriors where we're emboldened to say things we would not say to somebody's face. And when we do say that, on the flip side, we are less tolerant now coming out of the pandemic. With when I see this with driving. I see this in the public. We are less tolerant of other people now where we are quick to react and, and want to get quick retribution. And so for Kevin Durant, rabbit ears on, and uh, he heard it and he confronted them, which I have no problem with. For me, I generally would ignore something like that and not even acknowledge, let them uh, be acknowledged that they even were somebody or yeah. got to me in some way. So there's two ways to look at that. But I had no problem with what Kevin Durant did. He went over there, uh, had a civil conversation. He didn't go malice in the palace on that. <laughs> he simply asked some questions and uh, tried to put them in their place. But now, the only issue is now they're getting their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Um, or 15 minutes of infamy, depending on what the consequences are. What I tend to like in these situations in this video age and cell phone video age is when someone goes, steps out of line and then somehow gets other consequences in their life. Not necessarily having to be fired, but, you know, you, there, should be, there should be some sort of, of, of action when you are not a civil and nice human being and you cross the line on somebody. So if they get reprimanded at their work or something else happens beyond that because someone saw them on social media trying to get their 15 seconds of fame, I have zero problem with that because every action has a reaction. Brian North joining us. And uh, look, I'm sure Kevin Durant hears a million things every night. On the other side of it, he hears, Kevin, you're a god. I love you. Uh, Have my children, which that is crazy in its own right on the other side of things. Uh, Even as a jock sniffer, uh, I will not say those (laughs) phrases to my favorite athletes. Um, But I bet he's called a loser and he sucks and a B-word and whatever, MF-er. And, and probably does ignore it. The thing, this was different here, Brian, is there were two people, it looked like two people in the entire arena, but definitely two people in that section. So it wasn't like he could turn around and see a group full of people and not know who said it. He knew exactly who said it, which made it easier for him to, to go over and call him out. But uh, let's uh, let's just let's be decent people in, in all settings in life. Let's try that one. 
and we have to remember Kevin Durant's the guy that had the burner accounts. To oh yeah, yeah. On, you know, I've gone back and forth on that, Brian. So that is, uh, I think that's lame, but at the same time. He has a great sense of humor. I think I'm more of a Durant fan than I am a hater, despite the the burner stuff. Yeah, I, I look. I agree. He's not considered a great leader. He sometimes is uh, questioned on some of the, those character issues, but not look. He's uh, he hasn't been afraid to mix it up with fans, and so I do like that. And look, it's Charles Charles Barkley asked without throwing somebody through a, a window at a bar. Yeah, well, look, Barkley uh, did that, and, and nobody really messes with him now, right? Like, <laughs> like wait, you'll do that to me? Okay, you're good. Hey, you're the best, Chuck. Love you, Chuck. You can say whatever you want. I saw him at a bar one time, and that's all I did. I just said, hey, Chuck, just waved and kept going, man. <laughs> there was not going to be any uh, shards of glass in my derriere. I noticed you uh, had a, a table in the middle of the restaurant and nothing near a window, just in case things went down. <laughs> And, and people can jump in and save you really quick. Right, yeah, exactly. Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line, while we're talking hoops. We will stick there. East Carolina, three in a row, Brian. We talked to Cy Seymour yesterday, and uh, the, not really a rest versus rust argument, but when you've won three in a row, Cy says, hey, I, I kind of wish they had had a, a midweek game this week to, to keep that momentum going. However, he also pointed out all the trips to uh, Texas they're about to take, two regular season, one postseason. So, uh, hey, if you can get your legs back and, and get a little rest in, that's great. Uh, but the Pirates playing pretty well. I will point out, uh, Brian, that every win they've had in league play has been against the team below them in the standings, and they'll have another one of those games coming up against Rice tomorrow. Right. And look, the last time they had a nice little break like this, they yeah. have not played really well, right? So I think rest this time of year is, is not a bad thing. So let's see if another week helps them and, and keeps those legs sharp. And um, But yeah, this, that's been the nice thing is at least they haven't had any of those bad losses. They just haven't had any of those great wins. Yeah. But you know, clicking right along and, and doing things they've never done before, that's okay. Uh, when you're Michael Schwartz, you're just trying to stack good things. And three wins in a row, something they've never done in this conference before. So something to build on. And look, you want to be playing your best basketball late in February. And if this break doesn't hurt them, then yes, they're doing just that. And and uh, just finishing above 500, I think, for this team is, is going to be a big accomplishment. I know they want to win a conference championship and then go to the NCAA tournament. But I, I'm looking at uh, where this program stands right now. And I think having a winning record and finishing in the upper half of the conference, I think to me, is a big step forward for this program. Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Brian, I, I apologize if our conversations get repetitive, uh, both to you and the listening public, but time is a flat circle and NC State is NC State. And they just had the most NC State week ever. Go on the road, win at Clemson. You're like, all right. Let's get on the, this bubble and get on the right side of the bubble. Then they come home, lose at home, get swept by Syracuse. So that is classic Wolfpack, no matter if it's, eh, Herb Sendek had success, but we'd see things like this, or, or Gottfried, or Lowe, or whoever, Kevin Keats. Uh, they just can't get out of their own way sometimes, and uh, they have a little success and then take two steps back. Syracuse, bad matchup for them. Just some teams you just don't match up well with or struggle with, and Syracuse is, is one of those teams that, they have seemed to struggle with this year and and Syracuse is playing different than they used to and not playing as much zone and throwing some more man in there and so they had a couple problems with those things but when you're looking at the big picture of it all the way the season started and some of the promise they had we knew this schedule was going to get tough down the stretch for them but uh, if you're an NC State fan you were hoping you could win the games you're supposed to like ECU's doing but also pull off a, a couple of bigger wins and 
And some of these losses have, have just been tough for their NCAA resume and are not helping when it's going to come tournament time because they're squarely on that bubble. Uh, big games coming up Saturday in the ACC, Brian. Wake Forest looking for a signature win. They uh, Joe Lenardi loves to stick them on the bubble. And first four in, last four out. They, they've been there for a couple weeks now. They got Duke. Duke looked awesome the other night. That was on uh, during sports trivia at AJ. So I watched a lot of that one at Miami. And they were hitting everything. Uh, they looked great the other night. Uh, but they will be in Winston-Salem on Saturday. State, who we just mentioned, has BC at home. North Carolina at Virginia. Virginia coming off an embarrassing loss to Virginia Tech. And then I guess the computers uh, like Clemson, Brian, but that 8-7 and seven record in the ACC doesn't look great. They got Florida State at home. They need to win some more here to help out their spot. So uh, some intriguing matchups coming up on Saturday. Anything standing out to you? Uh, Wake Duke, you know, Wake's at four in fourth place in the ACC, that coveted fourth spot going into the ACC tournament. They've been great at home this year. But Duke seems to be the best team in the conference right now, the way they're playing. They're tied for first. Uh, them going on the road to Winston-Salem, where Wake has been really good this year. So that's one that, that really steps out at me. North Carolina coming up a, a week where they didn't have to play. Do they get their legs back? Do they get rested? How do they respond? Obviously, those legs will go in a hurry against the UVA team that will push you. But those are the two that really stand out for me that uh, I'm intrigued to see how they, they turn. Not only how they turn out, but how they look in both of those games. Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Uh, we'll be paying attention to baseball this weekend, of course, East Carolina and North Carolina. The uh, the Pirates just can't get by those fighting Haymires North every year, Campbell and East Carolina. I mean, uh, four straight one-run losses for the Pirates in that series. Yeah, it's, and that just tells you one how good Campbell is. Yeah, they're good. So I, I think sometimes they get underrated nationally until their, their record gets so impressive you can't ignore them or they get some of these big wins, but... Uh, I, I said that going in now. I, I said ECU coming off a relatively easy win, three games over Ryder. Well, Campbell had been tested against uh, UC Santa Barbara, 17th-ranked team in the country. And sometimes in these early-season games, being battle-tested early kind of gives you the advantage in those competitive games like that. And I thought it, it helped Campbell that they'd already been in some tight games against a quality opponent where ECU hadn't faced that type of competition yet. So, And, and ECU didn't play well. I, I don't know if it was just one of those nights or if it was uh, not being ready or reading their own internet clippings, uh, whatever it was, they just, uh, it's, what did I hear Cliff say the other day? It was free 90s. I'd never heard that before, but uh, getting free 90s, getting uh, based on ball. Right, errors. Yeah, errors, yeah, all that stuff. And so that's just, you can't beat good teams if you're going to do that, and that's how easy you look at the night. Now, how do they respond against a really good North Carolina team, which also struggled? a little bit against Elon before they pulled out their midweek win. Yeah, that man, last weekend, Brian, was about as easy as it gets for East Carolina. It, it almost it felt too easy. I even said that on Monday. Like, man, that was a rocking chair, uh, relax and, and sweep a, a, a rider team who I don't know if they're going to be any good or not this year. And then uh, stepped up in competition. Didn't go well for them on Tuesday. We'll see what happens uh, coming up this weekend. In Chapel Hill tonight, uh, Fayetteville on a Saturday and here at home on Sunday. Have you been to that park in Fayetteville, Brian? I have not just seen the highlights on it. And I just love the way. I wish more teams did these regional series. Instead yeah. of playing midweek games, I, I love these three-game weekends. Your best pitching staff's going at three different sites. If you're a regionally, you, have, you both have a home game, and then you find a, a good neutral site to play. I love that the, the UNC and ECU have been doing this the last couple of years. and 
I'm hoping more teams do this around the country in these early seasons. And this is big for ECU now. We know their conference isn't big so or isn't good this year, so they're going to have to really stack their RPI early and get some of these quality wins. So I think this is a huge weekend for them when they start. You already start looking at regionals and super regionals and hosting. Because their conference is so weak, I, I, they just really need to get some of these these big wins this early season. Something else I like, Brian. Some, you know, there's uh, what MTEs for basketball. Sometimes they're a little silly. I do enjoy them watching on TV and um, the great basketball tournaments before you get into conference play. I saw uh, the I follow the Moorhead City Marlins, and I saw them tweeting last week. I guess they had Division Two or Division Three teams in for a tournament at the beach, uh, yeah. and that, that, I love that idea. I like uh, you know teams from the north maybe going to, to Myrtle Beach or something, uh, or to Moorhead to play a baseball tournament where you can get some decent weather. So that was pretty cool that uh, Moorhead City was doing that. I wouldn't mind seeing a little beach baseball for ECU. I don't know if that yeah. park can handle uh, the amount of fans that would pirate fans that would travel there, but uh, that was a, a neat deal last week. Yeah, that would be the one thing they'd have to step up. Their seating's about a thousand, twelve hundred. Right. But uh, I mean, I, it probably could handle it. But no, I love these tournaments. Look, it's good for the Marlins. They're trying to scout some of these guys at the lower levels that they need as roster fillers. It uh, gives them an opportunity to you know get their ballpark going. Gives the teams a nice warmer place to play. Uh, you're seeing the same thing right down the road in Kinston with Air Force and Army. So some of these stadiums that are having trouble getting people in or getting used year round. That's the new thing that they're doing and. Uh, it works. Now, it's off the radar for a lot of fans, uh, but it's still great for the teams to, to get to an area where they uh, haven't been, where it's warmer for them, and, and get in some good quality baseball. So, no, it's neat to see. The problem is there's so many other distractions for the fans uh, living in these towns now. Yeah. That, uh, sometimes you forget or don't even know that that's going on. Is the uh, the deal at Granger Stadium this weekend, Brian, the Freedom Classic? Yeah, boy, it's it. So it's always cold when they they come here. Now uh, temperatures okay, but but we're getting rain. Seems like they always get some. Of course, there's always weather here in February. So, so this is the 14th Freedom Classic, but I'm not sure how many they played. <laughs> right, it's a lot like Daytona. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, one year they had to go back up to uh, Anna- Annapolis to play because mm. of some snow down here. But the series is really close. It's uh, something like 19 to 18 or something uh, between the two schools, and they love playing each other. It's right in the middle of the, you know, you've got Seymour Johnson, the Air Force Base in Goldsboro, and then you've got the, the Navy has uh, overseas the Marines, and so you have Cherry Point and, and Camp Lejeune. So it's kind of cool that right there in the middle that they get all the military uh, people showing up, and then the Saturday they'll have all the pop and circumstance, the flyover, the flags, the bands on the field. It's really a, a cool patriotic advantage to see these two service academies play. It's, it's a lot of fun. If, if you're not going to go to Fayetteville, you know, check out Granger Stadium because Saturday because it's two o'clock. It's going to be a, a really cool deal there. That'll um, it, make you put your hand over your heart and take your hat off and uh, say that you love America. Good stuff, Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line North, uh, along with the sports this weekend. Uh, what you got on your plate? Oh boy, I'm not even sure. Um, I, I, this is one of those weeks I had to survive, and so uh, I'm not even. I just rest. Wow, in town working on the old. Uh, the barn, the Bob Vila barn, uh, putting some siding on it, and um, that's probably going to be about it. All right. Uh, a, relax, a rare, relaxing weekend for Brian North, it sounds like. Good stuff. North, uh, we will check in with you next week, man. Have a good weekend, and appreciate you joining us. All right. You too, Clipper. All right. Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. I really enjoyed that interview with Brian North. Uh, others here were focused on beefing with a Pirate Radio fan. 
Jamie, Alex, and now Zach are just in a, a slugfest right now. I like this kind of party! I like this kind of party! This is great. This is amazing. Chad seems to be sticking up for uh, Jamie now. He says, Zach, feeling all big and bad, picking on an old man. Oh, my God. Oh, Chad, Chad, go to Twitter. He just added me about Caitlin Clark basketball. <laughs> I am not an Iowa or Caitlin Clark fan. Oh, this is great. Jamie asked if I wanted to make a bet. Get a job. N- n- <laughs> Don't bet on it. You know I can't make bets, Jamie. Come on. Jamie says if Clip tweets Cliff and asks about the jersey, he may weigh in. I think Cliff's got bigger fish to fry right now. I don't think he cares. I don't care about the weather. I can't I don't control care about the, the jersey. Don't want to talk about the weather. <laughs> can't control the jersey. Don't want to talk about the jersey. Oh, Chad called it fake too, though. <sighs> What's that man doing? Jamie's so oh, no. Just like my favorite sport, wrestling. <laughs> that jersey's <laughs> fake. <laughs> It's still real to me, dang it. I love that this has taken a life of its own, and, and that is the show today. All right. Um, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one of Pirate Radio Live and see uh, what the next chapter is in this beef. Zach, did you put Jamie's worst nightmare on my name tag in the live stream? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I that sure is did. outstanding. Kenny called Brian North a B. The best. That's nice, Kenny. Brian North is a... We need a, that, he is that positive best. energy. Yeah, right now. Fire Radio Live today. Good vibes on a Friday. Things are flying off the handle. A free beer Friday. Free beer Friday. Bud Light coming your way. Um, you like a 12... You like a, a six-pack? Those are good, right? Yeah, I wish I had one. 12 packs, they're pretty good. How about a 15 pack? 15 is what we got today for you. Now that's called a parte. Coming up in hour number three. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Did you know that there's thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DIAL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. This could be a one-minute segment here bad break management too much going on man i did not plan on i did plan on fan behavior being a topic i did not plan on an intern versus pirate radio regular war which is happening between jamie and the interns right now all stemming from a fake jersey which ironically zach is wearing a fake jersey not fake sold by dowdy Ooh. 
Just generic. Fake wasn't worn by the East Carolina baseball team. Yeah, that's a uh, generic. It was in the man's section. <laughs> okay, fine. It's not a real baseball jersey. ECU baseball jersey. Never, I never claimed it was, though. That's the difference. That, that is the difference. difference. That is the difference. You uh, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. That it's not an actual game-worn or game-used jersey. All right. Um... Tony Dunn going to join us, Morgan Aylers, Greeny, and hopefully we'll have some Pirate Baseball to watch our final hour of the show. Looking at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. There are no top 25 basketball games uh, tonight. Boring but, night. Uh, well, not boring for me. A boring night unless you have an 11-leg parlay, which is right. Zach does. Is this college and pro? Only college. Only college. My God. High school basketball, though, tonight, you've got the Eastern Plains Conference uh, matchups tonight um, over, I don't know if it's all at Farmville Central, but I do know that uh, Farmville Central will be hosting the Pan Pack of Washington, 730 tonight for the Eastern Plains Conference crown. That's going to be a packed gym. Yes, sir. Coming up tonight. ECU uh, softball. Coming up tonight at 730. And 530. Oh, at 5.30? Doubleheader tonight. Okay. Doubleheader as the Pirates uh, look to continue their fantastic play here early in the season. Um, all right, let's take a break. Real Sorry. quick, we have uh, some rumblings of the first pitch being pushed back in Chapel Hill. All right, now be careful. But we, we, we like to be accurate here. So where are these rumblings coming from, Alex? Multiple sources. Are these your sources? Jared. Huh? Jared. Uh, it's coming off of Twitter. Okay. Uh, from Pack the Jungle. Oh, okay. So, okay, well, um, it may be pushed back when we have... But he did say that he would update once it was confirmed. Exactly. So, we just need to check in with our sources on the ground, who's probably stuffing his face <laughs> right now. Our source is two hot dogs in, ready for two more. <laughs> Not even at the damn and stadium. And maybe a couple of pirate beverages in, too. Yeah, he's sub-crushing right now in Chapel Hill. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Hour two, Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items? For your business, organization, or event, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. And as we head back into the show, Cliff, I don't know if you've checked your phone um, but we just got a text message from Jenny Shelton, and Jenny says the game has been pushed to 6 o'clock. 
So there you go. There's your latest update in terms Love of it. ECU baseball. Love it. Note, note that uh, Chandler didn't mention this because he's probably about four hot dogs deep now. Uh, that's a fair, fair. I'm thinking about three or four. Dude, that's great. Keep pushing. Push it back one more hour so I can be in my chair for first pitch. There you go. But the later we start, the better for me. And I'm only talking about me because that's the person I care about the most in this world, me. That's not true. There's a, There is a list of people I'd take a bullet for. Uh, what do we got? That was Chandler on the phone. All I heard was Alex's end of the conversation. And all I hear was, we appreciate you're, too, you're too late, bud. We appreciate your dedication to Pirate Radio, though. <laughs> old, old news. Tony Dunn's here. Hey, Tony. What's up, man? Nothing much. Actually, a lot. We're yeah. having a fun show today. Good, good. I hope you don't get caught up in the... Uh, in the crossfire yeah ask him if it's real ask him if he thinks it's real all right yeah well jamie did say i know tony dunn has my back so it all comes from this do you think this is a real baseball jersey as in ecu wore this uniform is it wet (laughs) so part of the reason we went fake is because it looks like a cream color and not white is it supposed to be white jamie are we looking at it wrong? It's like it? a grayish. Yeah, yeah, I say real. But why? Why not? Because ECU wore white jerseys, but they never worn this color before. How do you know? Because I'm an East Carolina fan. Okay. But that and that P looks suspicious to me. But doing some Google research, I can't get a close picture. There is a similar P around the mid 2000s. But anyway, who the heck is going to make that fake jersey? China. <laughs> the people that made my Ronald Acuna and Sean Taylor jersey my, that look real. Shaq Thompson jersey. Yeah, yep. that person. Hey, I guess what? Might have made, can we I get still, that person on the I phone? I still love that jersey. Exactly. Um, that's where the whole thing comes from. But, Jamie, you're right. Tony did have your back. Uh, but that just led to a bunch of other <laughs> nonsense. Um, Tyler says maybe it faded over time, like we all do as people. Newton says show the jersey. Um, Zach, how good are you on that device? Could you pull a picture from Twitter and get it on this screen? Yeah. All right, I'm going to give you that homework right now while Tony and I talk. Tony, uh, my my main topic for today throughout the show was going to be fan behavior just coming off the Kevin Durant deal last night. So he's walking through the tunnel. There's only two freaking people in the whole section so you can't point at somebody and say it wasn't me uh, i'm on the phone i'm the, on the phone the la- <laughs> i was talking to my daughter yeah. uh, the lady says you hey kevin you a b and he turns around like what what like why would why did you just say that um because- first of all what did you think about that interaction uh, my favorite part is the idea that dapping up somebody makes everything okay. Like and she like, kept going for <laughs> like it. It's she like, kept, come on. Yeah. Uh, we're cool, right? We're cool. Yeah. That's my favorite thing is like I could punch you in the face and then try to dap you up and everything's all right. Classic. So uh, Tony's an interesting person to have this conversation with because <laughs> when did ECU and I think it was Virginia 2000. Tech play on a Thursday night. I think night, it was 2000. Which would have made us almost... We would have been 19 at the time. Yeah. Well, how... 
How did we illegally drink so much alcohol before that game? <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, somehow how did, we got how did it done. We not? Somehow we got it done, folks. So we're 19, strolling up to Daddy Ficklin. Monster game. ECU, Virginia Tech, Michael Vick coming to Daddy Ficklin. Uh, the th- this was back when Thursday night football was a big deal. Yeah, there was no NFL. There's no like Friday night and Tuesday nights like, here, here in Greenville. Yeah, guys, we were excited. So there was a lot of people walking up to that stadium, and Tony <laughs> tries to get a chant started that I cannot say. No, it was Michael Vick sucks a member. I didn't even want to say that, <laughs> but you are saying this loudly and in a rhythm, in a rhythm where you like were, a chant. where you thought the entire crowd was going to join in with you, <laughs> and nobody did. I'm walking beside you with my head down, like I'm buddies with this guy, but I I do not co-sign on this chant. <laughs> I did not get involved in this. I chant. let it keep going for about two minutes too long. You went too long with it. People are looking at you like uh, good life lesson though. <laughs> it's a good life lesson for me. You know? So would you start that chant walking up to Bank of America today? No. Um, what would you say? Uh, who's a good like? There are no good. Derek Carr sucks. Bijan <laughs> <laughs> Robinson <laughs> beats up. <laughs> so uh, yeah, something that you do when you're younger. Yeah, man, and you, you young, grow out of. Yeah, exactly. Um, I but, did a lot. I've done a lot of things that I wish I could take back. Oh, sure. In my life, yeah. absolutely. We all we all have. How about like. So well, you know, smoked. let's mention this too. Is that to add to that? Uh, Virginia Tech smoked Carolina. That I mean, East Carolina. That oh night. yeah, early I mean, just torched them. Very very. And early Michael off. Vick didn't even have to do much. Well, Skip uh, co-signs on that with you. He said Lee Suggs beat us that night, not Vick. Yeah. I also remember some big Beamer ball plays, special teams yeah. plays yeah. that Virginia Tech had that night. Um, Football completely different than basketball. Basketball, the fans are right on you. Yeah, the maniac Zach gets all over. Now they moved him away from the team's benches, so he's not right in their ear all game. But they can hear everything that you're screaming. Well, at you got to be careful with this too. But like just like that is in that Virginia Tech then comes out and shellacks East Carolina. We were at a game. Who were we at earlier this season? And the fans tried to... that guy right there. Oh, it was you. Yeah. Eat some salad. I didn't do nothing. Oh, that was South Carolina. Yeah, you eat, know, eat some salad. Yeah, eat a salad. When he's taking his free throws, and he was and he was uh, struggling in that game until he the that eat a salad chance started coming out, and then he hits a big three, and I just said, man, he put some ranch on it. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. The good thing is though, Tony. Put some ranch on Zach <laughs> learned his lesson, right? Maybe. No, he didn't. <laughs> because a few games later, this other guy strolls in. Who USF. looks like an NBA creative player? He's got tattoos, funky hair. And oh, is this like the Tim guy Anderson? That, that was uh, kind of like albino-ish looking? Yeah. We thought he was yeah. Chris and yeah. Birdman. Yeah. So <laughs> he struggles early on. They're getting on him. He's on the bench, and what do you idiots start chanting then? We want oh whatever his number was eleven or whatever yeah. they we want him. He what? was so cold. He had even fumbled the ball, and he comes in and hits back to back three pointers and hits a two. Has like eight points in a minute and a half. Worst game Check ECU had played. What team was that? USF. Check the live stream. Oh yeah. Okay. So there's the jersey. Him and his fake jersey. <laughs> I, Jamie, I, these, these are the interns doing this. There's the jersey in question. The so for you, really adds he the deleted show. the other picture off his Twitter. I couldn't find it. Oh, the jersey. Pin? Maybe mine wasn't loading, but yeah, the full one wasn't there. 
Pirate fans, weigh in. Did East Carolina baseball ha- wear this uniform? If you're on Facebook and YouTube. How about new? <laughs> new. <laughs> Kenny says fake. Interns are really bringing it today. I know, man. I'm so proud of these. You like how quick I got that? Yeah, love it. Yeah. Uh, y'all are, Speed. Y'all are, uh, you deserve a raise. If we paid you, we'd give you extra. But Poor we don't. Chandler, just don't stay wherever you're at. You know, we are having a great show without... <laughs> we we are. All we need is Wes. <laughs> we need Wes to come oh, in. Uh, I do need to... We get, have a chair for Is you. Wes still here? He yep. is. You want me to go get I him? I just want to get his opinion on this jersey. Yeah, go get okay, Wes. Okay, one second. We'll go get Wes. <laughs> oh, man. This is great NFL offseason topic right now. Where did he put the jersey? Newton said powder yellow. No. <laughs> I found the jersey. Hold on. It's just been in an attic for a little while, like a newspaper. Maybe. I don't know. Charlie, did you ever weigh in with your opinion on this? Fake, yeah, fake or real? Uh, no, I didn't weigh in. But did he see you wear that with, uniform? Uh, could you show me the picture again, Zach? When you get it up? Yeah, no, go inside. Go, go in the studio. Spread it out. Spread it out. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> hailing from somewhere <laughs> in eastern North Carolina, a doctor's office in eastern North Carolina, a legend in the Pirate Radio studios. He's not lonely today. Please welcome Wes Hines. Wes, what would be your wrestler uh, intro music if you had to pick? Mm. Let's see. My (laughs) Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. (laughs) (laughs) It's a life life song. It is. (laughs) Somehow, someway, he's staying alive. We don't know how. uh, Wes, I'm not going to keep you long. I know you're busy doing some real work here. What um, do you think East Carolina wore this jersey on the baseball field? I updated the picture. Is this a real jersey? I'm putting up, I'm just showing him the whole pictures. Okay. Do you think that was, and and yes or no, just your opinion? No. You're going no. Did East you ever wear Russell Athletic? That's what Jamie's saying it now, too. That's what I was wondering. Did we ever wear Russell Athletic? I'm pretty sure we did in football, so maybe. I don't know. Uh, well, I don't think so. Oh. But um, I would say— Why are you saying no? What, because a, what that, about Because that, that Pirates is for the um, the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm going to disagree with that. But uh, but that font, you don't— Right. Re- yeah, you don't recognize— I think that's what he means that. is the font is the Pittsburgh Pirates font. That's and right. I disagree with that. <laughs> I also disagree I mean, no, with no, that. No, well, I, I do remember seeing that as a, as back okay. in the day. Fine. Uh, but that P— is, is, I don't. I don't recognize that P for East a, There's exactly. got to be an East Carolina historian that could solve this for us. I think it's been solved. But I've searched long uh, and hard. You've heard of a second opinion. Jamie has now gone to 42 opinions on this for somebody this to say. This is pre-internet. Everybody dude. he trusts to give him backup has been denying him. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like two or three people now. Newton is saying Tony, no. he, he's wanted to meet me in the parking lot. Yeah, he, that is true. He said, he said, we need intern Joey to come in when I'm working because I don't need to be in the seat. <laughs> What's the, isn't there a name of that retro? Isn't there a retro um, paraphernalia store around? I wonder yeah. if they've yeah. got a copy of this. Could be. <laughs> Could very well be. Wow. Newton is going with no. Tyler. I think that jersey's worth a lot of money. Because it's so, I think it's worth so you need one of one, one of one, <laughs> truly one of one. Um, Tyler said, "You know what? I stand with Jamie." 
So I don't know if he thinks it's real or fake. He's just standing with this guy. I think Jamie bought this in the Clark LeClaire parking lot when he was in his 20s. <laughs> and he's just held on to oh, it. Here's a cool story. is uh, I'm going, I'm walking up to Bank of America. And we make, we used to, when we were doing the Fantasy Football League each year, make an individual shirt for that season, a fan shirt. And we had one that the year that we won our third NFC championship in a row, we did a C3-peat shirt. Yeah. And I'm walking up to the stadium, and somebody had stole, made copy, Janko copies of our T-shirt. And so we were you, a podcast at that point that had like 800 <laughs> listeners, and somebody is copying our shirt on the internet. Wow. Was, yeah. <laughs> it was actually kind of a good feel. Yeah, it kind of yeah. sucked because you didn't get a few bucks from it, right. but somebody uh, ripped off your idea. Uh, Wes, you're good to go, man. Just right, wanted buddy. to get your take on that. No problem. Good to see you, man. Y'all have hey, a great day. What you eating tonight? Uh, I always like to ask you because you have okay. good stuff. Um, I believe tonight it's uh, beef stroganoff. Oh, man. Yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I love beef stroganoff. What yes. is beef? Huh? <laughs> what did you say, Alex? <laughs> What did he say? I think he said, what Oh, what are beef? you, that lady from last night? Say it. I'm I glad said, to hear that. I said, he's doing what to the beef? <laughs> oh, my no. God. <laughs> no. Alex. All right, let's let's get Wes out of here. Let's see you. Wes, Keep Alex. Keep up the good work, Wes. Alex and Greg Hudson. I know a lot of you have a lot of fans. Alex and Greg Hudson are like top five fans of you right now they are they can't get enough west signs so. we'll see you on tuesday my favorite was one week when we came in and shirley was gone and it was an impromptu like west just had to come in on that day and it was doing the reads and clips like let's let's hear this next read well now he's uh handed that over to alex who does a great yeah, job very polished all right um here's your list by the way okay let's take a break you want to do one more segment We'll talk about the top NFL free agents uh, and more here on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We are back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. You can stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half-club sandwich with chips or everyone's favorite the fried shrimp plate after work down on main is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio and join down on main every wednesday for half price wings from 4 p.m to close down on main street on main street in historic downtown washington now let's head back in to prl here's slip all right fun friday show here gonna get even more fun because we got free beer coming up in hour three a 15 pack of bud light bottles on the line today clip brock tony dunn that's three better than 12. It is. Great intern day. Zach and Alex really putting in the work, making the show better on this Friday. Shirley Rhodes in the house as well. And, uh, Tony, I want to get talk a little NFL while you're here. We are getting – we are. there's a lot of dead periods. Like, we got a dead period right now. 
and then the draft will come around we'll yeah. have a lot to talk about free agency and then there's another dead period until i think this is camp. the deadest period yeah. right now when we argued on this about the podcast they said after the draft but at least you can and like investigate your draft picks you can look at their tape from college and you have some interest there <laughs> there's really very little to talk about right now but some news did come out today that they released the new project or the NFL cap number, and I think it's going to be two forty or two fifty. It's about fifteen million dollars more than projected, which is a giant bump right now. Um, and if you think it's kind of wild, this clip when we when I first started coming on this show, the cap was a hundred and twelve million dollars for each team. And it's gone up over a hundred and twenty, like a hundred twelve million. Okay, was like the sal- annually? I yeah, okay. was the okay. salary okay. cap then? Gotcha, gotcha. In twenty twelve, that's what it was. It's gone up a hundred and twenty million dollars since then. Right. And I mean, what that means is that the NFL revenues are continuing to cre- increase, and I guess they're just really from. In a, in a bizarre kind of twist in this is I'm kind of surprised that the TV numbers just have continued to climb. But like the Super Bowl, the amount of people that watch this Super Bowl is like the biggest watch event ever in the history of TV or something. Yeah. You know, and so it's each and every week they beat their projections of viewership and sales. So the NFL is just raking in the cash. I mean, Which you, has you thought to a salary cap that bubble would burst eventually, but it just you're right, it just continues to widen. And now they're tapping into international markets, they're smart. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're doing those games. I hate, yeah, there's going to be a new uh country this year, right? Or Brazil, Brazil, yeah, and the pain's going to be the best looking fan base ever, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, a lot of crowd shots. Yeah. Um, all right, best free agents available, familiar name. At the top of the list, Brian Burns. Yeah, which I think is kind of wild. So what was he, uh, franchised last year? No, he was playing under the fifth-year option last year. gotcha. So now they have the opportunity to franchise tag him. The news with Brian Burns this week that came out is that the Carolina Panthers offered him a five-year contract uh, with a $27 million annual contract number, and he said no, and he wanted 30. And then, you know, the real argument over this has been, is man, this guy had, what, <clears throat> six and a half sacks this season? You know, and and then he's projected as the number one uh, free agent by The Athletic, which I think is surprising. A lot of it has to do with his age and this continued optimistic potential uh, that everybody has surrounding him. Well, I was going to say, Tony, the other names on this list with Hunter, uh, with the Vikings, Chris Jones, um, a lot of the cousins, veterans. Brian Burns is young, yeah, which yeah. makes him. And I mean, even if you look at this, as you go down, and I saw Darnell Mooney, I think is his name, mm-hmm. uh, is a head listed ahead on this list. The uh, receiver, yeah, yeah, before Calvin Ridley, I think. I thought I saw him up here somewhere. Maybe it wasn't. Oh, oh no, before T Higgins. Which to me, yeah, he's ranked 29th on this list, and then you go down further, and T. Higgins is 35. Ahead of Michael Pittman, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, some of these things are wild, and I'll, I'll, obviously, this is a subjective list because yeah. it's composed by the athletic writers. But a lot of people putting stock into youth, right? And I think with when it comes to Brian Burns and the Carolina Panthers, it's a really controversial topic. Um, you know, you have some people that continue to believe that he's an elite player. You have some people like me who think he's a very good player on a poor team. 
I think he could be a really, really good player on a good defense. But the question is, should the Carolina Panthers sink all of that money into a player when they really have so much that they have to keep building on? You know, you would hate for them to pay all of that, and by the time you get good, that's when his contract's ending up. Yeah, uh, it's I've seen that so many times with Washington. A guy I really want to keep moves on and then becomes a, a great player with somebody else. I could not be a GM, Tony, because if I see Saquon Barkley's name available, I'm like, we got to have him. We got to get he him. He is a game changer. He is a great – but – that is not what teams do in 2024 it's just not smart but i am interested to see what ends up happening with saquon yeah i mean and what kind of team you know he's got to go to a team that i think he can make a difference quickly somebody that's already good too right yeah like yeah that's trying to think of who it would be it would be somebody like wouldn't say jacksonville houston yeah houston would be a cool spot for him um I don't yeah, think if there's anybody example. in the NFC North that would be good. Um, somewhere in the West, maybe. Um, you put him on the cheap. Well, no, they've got Pacheco. How about the Eagles? I mean, go in division. Yeah. I mean, that would be, that would a- be cool. You know, and the Eagles, though, have, you know, they, they've they tried twice to make the super team and it hasn't worked out for them, right? Yeah. Remember the when they got that guy from I remember Oakley? the original dream team, Namdi Asamoah. Yeah. That's who you're talking about. Vince Young, who was kind of brought in as a backup, I guess. But there were some other big names on that yeah. list. And that was the... We all compared it to them trying to make a basketball DeMarco team. DeMarco Murray may be around that really? same time, too. And, yeah. So, it was a... I mean... But it just doesn't seem to work out for NFL teams. And the reason being is that there's so many players. Is like with basketball, you add two stars and you've up 40% of your roster. And, you know, your starting lineup, you've changed 40% of it. To change 40% of 22 is a lot bigger of a number, you know? Uh, we do have some breaking news. Uh, 545 first pitch, according to ECU Baseball. 5.45 first pitch, start time of tonight's game, East Carolina and North Carolina in Chapel Hill. So there you okay. go. Um, Chad said on the chat, the Panthers have a new assistant special teams coach. Uh, Tony's thoughts on that. Tony's thoughts were, what? Did, huh? Didn't, Didn't know. And, Didn't uh, know. <laughs> who is it? Yeah. I mean, who is this person? Let's find out. Let's, Let's see if we've ever Google heard it up. Um, Darren Bates. Darren Bates. Bates brings a wealth of experience and unique perspective to the coaching staff. Tony, I... I, He's a former NFL linebacker? I don't even know who he is. I meant to bring up... No, I meant to bring up this last week. I don't think I did. The Panthers did retain their defensive coordinator, right? Yes. Which, that's good. That is the thought, is that the Carolina Panthers defense was the one unit that kind of played better than probably should have given the talent and some of the... Uh, challenges facing them and the lack of offense on the other side. And for me, I think the great part or the important part about bringing him back is one is he was already a highest, one of the highest paid uh, defensive assistants in the league, if not the highest. He's making $8 million in Carolina. So to leave would be foolish. So he's under contract, but he also faced a similar situation when he was in Denver and Sean Payton tried to keep him. And he said, no, I'm out of here. I'm going to join Frank Wright. But we transitioned or we're trying to get into a 3-4 defense. And I do think it would be – I think the the positive of keeping him is that, you know, he has an understanding of the players that are on the roster and potentially how to continue to build that roster to actually make a 3-4 defense work. 
you know, instead of having another guy to come in, learn it, and try to figure out what they're doing all at that one moment. So that continuity, I think, is what they're trying to establish there, which is good. Tony, oh, oh, one last thing. We are speaking of coaching. Uh, Dave Canales, our new head coach, if he can turn around Bryce Young, which or, you know, get Bryce Young to play really well next year, that would be his third comeback player of the year. So Baker Gino, one, G, yeah, Baker, Gino, and wow, that would be pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, he has done a great job uh, getting these guys back on the the path of playing good football. Baker Mayfield, I had nobody had him playing as well, and then winning a playoff game this Where year. Where does he land is going to be an great interesting question. question. I mean, if I'm the Bucks, I'd do what I can to to bring him back. Yeah. I think, and for him, I think he's trying. He's going to have to try to cash in. Yeah, you know, this is his moment. Is that he's kind of he's languished uh, financially through a lot of this process, and he's had a great year. And you know, you want to get paid. He's going to have to like basically take a page from Kirk Cousins. My biggest questions for quarterbacks are. Baker, but ahead of that, Kirk Cousins. What happens with him, and and still Justin Fields? I think that's fascinating. Is he is Justin Fields a starter? I think so. I think so too. So if the Bears draft a quarterback, they they don't need two. Somebody's going to take Justin Fields. I'm scared that he goes to Atlanta. You don't want that to happen. No, I don't. And because I think, I mean, look, he's had four different offensive coordinators. Who's, I, I'm sorry, who took their job? Oh, the defensive guy took their job yeah uh, Raheem Moore. yeah um some people are saying they like jj uh, mccarthy the falcons which i think he's going to be a really good player in the nfl do you i saw his name some guy had bet on uh kind of a draft guy fantasy guy made a big bet on washington drafts jj mccarthy and i guess his odds have gone up a little bit but when when are people thinking he gets picked I don't know. I mean, I think uh, Harbaugh kind of ruined it when he said he's going to be the first quarterback that goes off the board. I and mean, everybody's like, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but I think if you go back, not to this past year, but the year before when they played Penn State, I mean, it's, he's just got the frame, the arm. He's mo- he's mobile enough. I think he's got – I think he's the complete package. And while this year they leaned into the run game a lot, I don't think necessarily that's a, a knock on him, you know. So I really think he could – Wow. When they got him high, or falling into the second. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, let's see. So yeah, so Daniel Jeremiah NFL dot com has him eight. Yeah, to the another writer has uh, number ten overall to the Raiders, thirteen overall. So yeah, I didn't realize he was uh, being projected that high. Go back and watch his. Well, I don't know. Was he a junior this year? The year before. I mean, it just is like. I mean, he was a. First-time starter, I believe, at this point. Man, just really good-looking player. Seeing those numbers makes Washington a possibility if they trade down, which they could choose to do. Yeah. If that if Caleb gets picked one, they got May or Daniels available, or McCarthy, they could trade down, get some more picks, and, and get a quarterback. So, could, uh, could very well happen. All right, Tony, anything else, man? No, I think that's it. Any TV recommendations? Um... Ooh, I, I didn't love uh, True Detective season. Really, four. got off to a good start, but okay, I didn't keep watching a little it. Bit. Yeah, um, I watched this show for life. It was pretty good for uh, life. Yeah, I mean, it's a, the first season. I just watched the first. Oh, I would just watch the first season. It's about a guy who 
gets sentenced to prison and he's innocent and he becomes a lawyer in prison and then gets himself out of prison via being a lawyer all right i'll look into that one tony thanks for hanging out c3 podcast you guys do anything this weekend you got friday Friday. free for all tonight and then we'll continue to monitor i guess we got the combine coming up soon and i will uh begrudgingly talk about that yeah and i did google because i feel like we're getting into pro day season looks like that's like late marchish you don't know alex do you because you won't be uh, competing this year at Pro Day. Uh, no, not this year. I believe it's in late March. Yeah, mid to late March, maybe. Okay. So we'll have some uh, Pro Days coming up. Um, Tony, we went. what was the first one you went to? Was it Justin Hardy? Mm-hmm. Remember, it was like packed. Yeah. Everybody fun. was there. It was that fun. Was cool. The Panther Scout took to, uh, talked to me a little bit when oh, we were walking right. out. That yeah. was fun. Uh, let's take a break. We'll yeah. come back. When we return, uh, we will have something for you on pirate radio live we got greeny coming up we got morgan aylers coming up by the way baseball 445 is that first pitch uh well i, I tell you what fleet feet rundown oh 545 sorry 545 545 545 uh fleet feet rundown when we return pirate radio live after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years, and you can shop online anytime at piratewear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. And the Buccaneer Music Hall is your beacon of music in the land of pirates, and they're open seven days a week with live music every night with the best lineup of bands on the weekends. And ladies, you get in free. Sunday Fun Day rolls on with free pizza all day and cornhole tournaments starting at 3 o'clock. You can check them out on Facebook and Instagram for the latest on the lineups as far as music goes. And we'll see you at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All righty. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a free beer Friday. We got a Bud Light 15-pack coming your way in hour number three. Morgan Aylers will join us. Get uh, Greeny as well. And Pirate Baseball, if you are just tuning in, uh, was supposed to start originally at four. Then it got moved to five. Now first pitch is set for 545. We'll keep you up to date if that changes. Uh, let's get to our Fleet Feet Rundown. Brought to you by Fleet Feet. Pirate Nation, be sure you have the best and most comfortable shoes for the uh marathon season coming up running season weather's going to get uh nicer and uh, a lot going on so get your shoes ready to go fleet feet has the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe including a 3d foot scanner that measures your arch height width and more go see them 207 east arlington boulevard in the old gordon's golf location fleet feet they run for you all right uh on our fleet feet rundown man we got a lot going oh so yeah we got a lot going on today good job uh compiling this list ladies and gents uh jamie beef update jamie has lost it <laughs> he is now and i am in this thread so 
I'm getting all these tweets. He's he's sent a picture of an ECU helmet and said, "Is this real?" I said, "Yes." To which Zach replied, "The Bengals helmet above it is not," which was a great reply, Zach. It's not. Well done. Um, and he's now showing us pictures of baseball bats. Oh, he has more. Oh God. There's baseball bats, Jamie. We get. I mean, <laughs> just show us you have a man cave. It's fine. Well, show us everything in there if you want to. We get that you have real stuff. Does the bottom bat say Betsy Ross? Uh, I'm going to say Pete Rose. Ah, Betsy <laughs> Ross sounds funnier. <laughs> and it says... That's really not close. It says Hit King under it. Knowing Jamie, it probably would say Betsy Ross, and he thought it said Pete Rose. If it was Betsy Ross, it would have said Knit King. Wow. Oh, Instead of Hit King. Well Hold on. One moment. Hold, please. <laughs> there it is. Let's see if we can guess these other... Uh, he asked me what the autograph was on the helmet, like I could see it. Oh, Ken Griffey. No. 19. Ken. Is it Griffey? Does that say 1990? That looks like a G. It might be Ken Griffey. I think that is Ken Griffey. It says Griffey. 1980 oh. AL MVP. Oh, yeah, I was like, Ken Griffey wasn't playing it, but yeah, his dad was. It's Ken Griffey Sr., so that makes sense. Uh, and then that's got to be his guy, Johnny Bench, I believe. 1972 MVP. Yes. All right. Impressive autograph. Shout out to my dad. That was his favorite player growing up. You and Jamie just found common ground. There we go. Well, not me. Him and my dad. <laughs> I haven't found any. <laughs> Which yet. you said we need to get Jamie and my dad on the phone at the same time. Yeah, we do. Uh, Jamie said, "Let me get my be- let me get my signed Betsy Ross flag out. That would be pretty cool." All right. Um, so Jamie. It's cool. We're we're fine. If you want to take your beef into the weekend, feel free. I'm out of it. Okay, I'm free all weekend. <laughs> Zach is ready for it. He invites it. Are you going to Fayetteville tomorrow? I will be in Vietnam tomorrow, and uh, of course Clark Leclaire. Of course on uh, on Sunday. Alex, I noticed you look. We've got some Veggie Tales uh, news from the Onion. So oh no, check Supreme that out. Supreme Court. Well, justice involves VeggieTales in ruling. I don't even know what they mean by that. Do you know what the, Do you know what the Onion is? No. But oh, does, okay. does he know how the Supreme Court works? Because he didn't get that part either. When they're <laughs> when they're making a ruling, they have to. All right, bro. What's oh, up? Oh, oh. <laughs> Whoa. No, go ahead. Go ahead. When they make their precedent, they have to reference something, and she chose the VeggieTales. Yeah, but it is uh, the Onion is fake news, like satire. It's um, completely satire. Yeah. yeah. Was well, not aware of what the onions game. The problem <laughs> is these days, like everything feels like the onion. The onion were the originators of fake news. They did it on purpose. So but now, now the world's so crazy. The onion seems real. You got to be careful. Yeah. In fact, there's a Reddit page called Not the Onion with crazy headlines that are actually real. Completely real. All right. Uh, what else is on our Fleefy rundown? Uh, Alex, give us an elimination chamber preview. Yeah, I'll take one minute. It won't be too long. Uh, Friday night SmackDown. Starts at 8 p.m. tonight, and I believe seven hours later, they will go live from Perth, Australia. Question? The Elimination Chamber, yes. Is this a taped SmackDown? It is pre-taped. Okay. It is pre-taped. I believe they filmed it on Wednesday, I think. Okay. So they've been been in Australia since then. There's only four matches on the card. Another question for you. Yeah. Um, did you see, for the second time... And as many trips overseas, Austin Theory got into it with a reporter. Mm-hmm. I, Dude, I love it, though. He is working me into a shoot big time. Dude, I love it. Because it feels very real when he argues with these reporters. The thing is, though, I think it is real, though. 
So you're being worked too. I don't think I don't think it's a work. Your name's not maybe Mark. The, is maybe it? the second time. <laughs> but the first time, like he was just on like Good Morning America, so right. they were hounding him about it being fake. I'm gonna start calling you Mark Harper because you're such a Mark. <sighs> uh go ahead. Yeah, only four matches on the card. The women's elimination chamber determines the number one contender for the world heavyweight championship at WrestleMania. Who's your pick? Uh I got Becky Lynch winning. Wait, is the new uh lady in it? Uh Car- jade jade cargill she's not in it she's been nowhere to be found is bianca they're kind of wasting her she is we got becky lynch Ooh, bianca belair wow. Liv morgan naomi timothy stratton and raquel rodriguez i like bianca i'm gonna take becky all right me personally uh tag team championships on the line judgment day versus the bruiser weights pete dunn and tyler bait oh so i don't know too much about pete dunn and tyler bait but i watched um randomly on a sunday this was years ago they did that thing over in england um on wwe network the tournament for like a england champion or north america uh, nxt uk yeah mm-hmm. and those guys are awesome and yeah. i love pete dunn and then they did that stupid thing where they changed his name to now Butch. his name's back to pete dunn i like he's got a great look man the, he does oh, where's like, like the scarf dude. and the like yeah. the old timey wrestling thing he looks it's cool. great no judgment day's retaining though unfortunately okay because i think uh keeping up with that storyline with r-truth is he gonna be involved I, no, he, I don't think he's going to be involved, but my wow. prediction is The Miz and R-Truth win the tag titles at Mania. Okay. That's my prediction. Um, women's world title match, Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. Ugh. Rhea Ripley's winning. Yeah. No debate there. And then men's elimination chamber to determine number one contender for the world heavyweight title, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, LA Knight. Yeah. Kevin Owens and Logan Paul. This will be Seth Rollins' WrestleMania opponent? Yes. And it will end up being... I'm taking Drew. Uh, I don't I know he's... I wanted to be Randy Orton. I'm, I'm not a Drew guy. It's not going to be KO or Lashley. Yeah, the only options here really are Randy Orton and uh, mm-hmm. and McIntyre. Does Logan Paul have a belt? He does. He's the United States champion. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. There is your Elimination Chamber preview, which will air live on Peacock at... Uh, pre-show starts at 4 a.m. Main card starts at 5 a.m. And you said you will be up at 4 a.m. watching this crap. No, I don't think I watch the pre-show. I will, I will watch it live though. Okay, enjoy it. Uh, your Pirate Weekend Primer, of course, East Carolina baseball in action uh, today against North Carolina. 5:45 first pitch. They'll play what two o'clock in Fayetteville tomorrow. When are you leaving, Zach? Two o'clock both days from now on out. Um, I am leaving at 10.30 a.m. tomorrow. All right. Enjoy. And uh, 2 o'clock Sunday at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Softball doubleheader here. Uh, change that with the weather today. The first game at 5.30 has been moved to Sunday. The 7.30 game is still on. All right. What are we calling this weekend's action? This will be the Pirate Invitational. Oh, I'm waiting on the text on that one because uh, I am going to be doing PA for all of the games on Sunday. So they have just I, added one to that. Congratulations, list. Shirley! Oh, crap! You just I need to check up. that one. You so have does, been promoted. You have I, been promoted. Hold on, where is it? So does I've that mean on you have been promoted? Oh, <laughs> you are now one of my elite employees. So 10 a.m. Sunday, there's a game. 12:30 Sunday, and then they're going to add a, a third game. No, that. Well, hold on a second. I'll what tell do you, you mean no? Because I just got the schedule. Just a. How uh, are you going to know me? 
three at three twenty this afternoon. I got me. the schedule, so there's going to be a fifth you know game. There is a nine a.m. game with Towson and Ryder. Then they will play again at eleven a.m. and oh then at God. one o'clock North Carolina Central and ECU, and then again at three Eagle o'clock. Pride. So my assumption is is that game will be I think probably three o'clock game is the new one because that we were playing Central today. Okay, so, so I think that's the one that. Okay, so there's only okay, so there's not been a change. So are there's you only four games, four games yeah. in one day. Four games in one day, yes, sir. Are you the Iron Woman? You know. I do what I got to do. You got to do what you got to do. In baseball this. news, the lineup has been announced, and Bristol Carter is getting his first start of the year in left field. Luke Nowak has moved to DH. All right, let's run it down real quick. I want you guys to alternate batting first and where they play. All right, start it, Alex. Leading off. Faster. Oh, Riley Johnson, center field. Carter Cunningham, first base. Jacob Starling, second base. Jacob Jenkins, cow at right field. Justin Wilcoxon, catching. Luke Nowak, DH. Dixon Williams, third base. Bristol Carter, left field. And Joey Barini at shortstop. Trey Savage on the mound. Well done, guys. Well done. Uh, let's get a softball Shirley update. Let's go to the uh, Shirley softball desk. Here is Shirley Rhodes. All right. So, uh, f- of course, everybody that has listened to the show for a long time knows that I am a Farmville Central alum. And the Farmville Central softball team is holding their very first uh, alumni softball game. It is going to be a fundraiser for the softball team to uh, to get additional gear and uh, uniforms, etc. It's only five bucks to get in. There are two teams. You have the new Jags and the old Jags. And when I say I'm an old Jag, I am the oldest by ten years. I am the only rem- I am the only slow pitch softball player uh, alum that's going to be playing tomorrow afternoon. That's so, kind of fascinating to think about. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about that. So back in our day... We were slow pitch. Were playing, we did not transition to fast pitch until I think about two or three years after I graduated, which was 93. So I guess in my day, they were doing fast pitch okay they were doing fast pitch but it was on the collegiate level it had not trickled down to all of the high schools just yet it was kind of a slow transition Mm -hmm. and farmville central was one of the few schools remaining that still went slow pitch so um yeah uh the next two oldest alum is from 2003 and then you're going as recent as last year so So you've got two teams we're going to go at each other um Two o'clock tomorrow afternoon at Farmville Central right. on their softball field. Everybody knows um, where that's at. You can't miss it when you pull in. You'll see it. Good, uh, good deal. Good luck. Don't get hurt. I'm not going to get hurt. I, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to embarrass myself at bat just because my timing's going to be very off. No, I'm, Shirley's going to hit bombs. If I hit, if I hit a bomb, I'll be pretty happy with myself. But I'm, I'm very confident in my fielding. Um, it's the, the hitting part that's going to kind of stress me out a little bit. Before we got to take a break, we let's get a national day update. It is National Skip the Straw Day. Which, so drink um, something without a straw? I do not because I'm environmentally friendly, just because I prefer not to have a straw a lot. Uh, but I guess, is this due to um, environment stuff? That so and harm the well, marine like, life. For yeah. me, for me, I prefer if I go somewhere to to eat dinner. I usually don't That's use what I'm a saying. straw. I don't either. Yeah, I rarely use one. And I, I mean, I'm I'm for I, I, not littering and and taking care of the environment, but when you hear George Carlin's um, talk about the planet, 
and he's like talks about everything the planet has gone through ever with the the shift the the earthquakes the natural disasters everything and he's like and we think some plastic bags are gonna make a difference it does make you think but well mine is more go recycle mine's a little bit different i do it because a lot of times i'm not looking at my drink when i pick it up to drink like i might be talking to someone or i might be looking in a different direction straws you do can, the no look drink oh yeah I do, I do a lot of that that's difficult um i tend to injure myself with straws <laughs> <laughs> so um if i'm not i can't find my mouth all right trust me on. it is national tile day tile t-i-l-e tile okay. it is national tile. dog biscuit day question has anyone in here tasted a dog biscuit yes yes i have two. I, I thought i was gonna be the only one nah. i'm the only one who has it the last, wow. the last loser <laughs> <laughs> we eat dog food like real human yeah show. yeah the last time that i went home my mom got these new dog treats for my dog and they looked like oreos oh man and they were only five calories and I tried recent. one, and it I j- swear, it. I think it tasted better than a real Oreo, Dude, and there were yeah. only five calories This a is piece. a little too recent. I'm, I'm like, my. it's been a while since I've done that, and Alex is over here. Yeah, last time I went home, like three weeks ago. Bro, because my sister <laughs> ate one, and she was like, no, it's really good. Like, okay, what? You're, but she the was, whole family's just chowing down. I don't disagree. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> Mine, I was uh, drunk with some buddies one night and was like, hanging out the dog was outside with us and i was like hey give me one of them man <laughs> uh, they were it was real hard to eat like i felt like my teeth were gonna crack some of them are crunchy yeah yeah um shirley do you remember when begging strips came out in the 90s i do begging 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 yep those look so good i don't think i ever tried I one would never try one but <laughs> i just eat real bacon i guess yeah it is national banana bread day i'm oh, the fan. oh i love yes. banana bread not a banana bread fan have you had zucchini bread before nope You've never had zucchini bread? No, and no. I'd prefer not. You're saying no as well? Yeah. You said it in disgust. I'm going to have... See, I like no. bananas. I'll bring I'll bring zucchini bread to the studio one day. Mm-mm. It's top. I'll, I'll throw it on the don't ground wait. and spit on it. Don't <laughs> no. I like bananas. No. I just don't like bananas cooked in anything. Like banana pudding, don't like it. And I'm Southern, and that's almost sacrilege to say. But See, That's like, oof. Yeah, but like banana muffins, banana bread, I won't touch it uh eric says shirley be careful tonight at dinner you may wind up on the dl for a straw laceration so watch out for those straws Uh, yeah i mean they yeah they will poke you (laughs) let's take a break we'll uh, come back jamie says i'll be honest i had no doubt that alex had tasted many dog biscuits (laughs) (laughs) the beef rolls on no, those Oreo, the the Oreo cookie looking ones. I can understand the, you know, if you had eaten one by mistake because I almost did one time dog sitting, that their their treats look like Oreo cookies, and like I Oreos. almost grabbed one thinking it was an actual Oreo. Uh, but, the best thing to do, I heard Alex, is dunk it in the dog's water bowl. <laughs> and then eat it. That's when you get the full effect. We'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Morgan Aylers joins us after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town along with uh, sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork, in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street, and on Greenville Boulevard in the old Pizza Inn location. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, on a free beer Friday. Um, Alex, can you shut the door? And hey, while you're up, could you grab that Bud Light and throw it on the table here? Because we're going to be giving that away at the end of this very segment with Morgan Aylers, the voice of Dowdy Ficklin Stadium and the voice of Menji's Coliseum. All right. Uh, thank you, both gentlemen, for doing what you just did and for your contributions to the show today. Morgan Aylers joins us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Morgan, how you doing, sir? Clear, Brock. How are you, sir? It is a good day. Why is it a good day, Morgan? Because I am uh, in West Jefferson, North Carolina, which is about uh, 15 miles north of Boone, and the sun is uh, out and it's a little windy, but it is very nice. The uh, nice, nice, uh, nice mountain view can put you in a good mood, just like the beach can, right, Morgan? Yeah, it can. It yeah. can. Looking forward to just uh, uh, being up here for a couple of days and enjoying the scenery. No doubt, and no pirate basketball this midweek, Morgan. They will be back in action, but uh, on the road on Saturday, taking on Rice. How about this three-game winning streak, Morgan? Uh, what have the Pirates been doing right in your eyes? Shooting the basketball. <laughs> it's really pretty quick. simple, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, their defensive uh, uh, prowess is really starting to show through, and with Coach Schwartz, you know, he, was, he made his bones in basketball being a defensive kind of guy, and it's really starting to show, but more important uh, than anything else is that we're putting the, ba- the ball in the basket. When you do that, you got a good chance to win, and the Pirates have shot it well the last three games. Tough to explain, too, because uh, Brandon John, a lot of these basketball guys, they're good shooters. The best of the best, you know, go pro and, and make a ton of their shots, like Steph Curry, but you, across college basketball, guys get hot, guys get cold. Brandon went through a dreadful stretch, and we were just wondering would he ever get it back. Uh, went to UTSA, played in a gym that maybe reminded him of his, his middle school or high school and uh, just went bombs away, had 30 points that game and has looked good in the two coming after that. But we know he's a good shooter and Coach Schwartz uh, allows his guys to shoot out of the slumps and uh, he's done that with Brandon and it's paid off. Yeah, he's really shooting the ball well and he's, you could tell, uh, I think uh, the last home game, I think the second or third position down the court, he pulls up from about 10 feet beyond the three-pointer and just shoots it. Rims it out. Well, I looked at Coach Schwartz, and sometimes you you see coaches like, man, you don't need to shoot that shot. He his says his that's a great shot. Keep shooting it. <laughs> yeah, keep firing it up. Okay, keep firing it up. Yeah, but uh, you know, I think that with what he's doing and RJ's doing, and uh, Cam Hayes is starting to get into flow of the game a little bit. We talked about that before. It might take a little while for Cam to get into the rhythm of the game. I think he's starting to do that. Starting to get a little confidence back. Um, still kind of puzzling about Ezra right now. You know, yeah. He was, he can go out there and put 25, 30 on the board just as quick as anybody, but he seems to be a little lacking right now in his, 
in his offensive confidence and you know, he'll, he, I think he'll have to get that back for the Pirates to make a run at the end. Yeah, and as Cy si Seymour said yesterday, Morgan, when he joined us, well, you're not looking for 25 points from Cam Hayes or Bobby Pettiford, but 8-12, you know, a 14 here or there works. If Bobby is hitting that floater, if he's getting to the lane, Pirates did a great job hitting cutters uh, the other day against Tulane, and Bobby had a nice dunk, and Cam uh, hit from the outside, made some shots. You get contributions from those guys, and, and Brandon and RJ are doing what they're doing. You, you got something here. Yeah, you really do. If you can take your combined point guard uh, usage, and it's funny because they're really not, you know, Bob, I think Bobby's more of a true point guard than Cam is. You know, when Cam's out there, a lot of times Jaden Walker's playing the point. But when you get you're getting uh, 20 plus combined between those two guys, and like you said, you're getting 20 and 20 from RJ and Brandon. You got 60 on the board right there, and you get anybody else contributing at all. You're probably going to be in most of your basketball games, and I think uh, they're again trying to find that team rhythm. They're they're not substituting quite as much as they were early in the year. They've they've sort of cut down on that a little bit. I think it's showing that uh, these guys are starting to get a feel for each other and a a feel for the offensive flow of the game big one at home next thursday against memphis the pirates hopefully will be coming off a four-game winning streak welcoming penny and his group to mengees coliseum morgan aylers joining us pirate radio live line morgan i know with your dj duties you've got uh basketball on and uh and and i don't know how much you can follow but i asked Cy yesterday i'll ask you too it's been a top three pretty much all year with uconn houston and purdue in some order uh have you seen enough of them to to have a favorite look it will probably have another fau in san diego state like we did last year in the tournament there's going to be some some upsets and things like that but from the big three we've seen across college basketball so far this year do you have a favorite from the Cougars, the Huskies, and the Boilers? I think I probably watched maybe UConn twice it, it, off and on this year. And I watched a game the other day. I think uh, Houston had a nail biter and, and held on to win. And, uh, you know, as far as you know, some of these other guys, I mean, who knows with the tournament? Will you get uh, one of the top four guys or if top four seeds into the final four? You know, it usually doesn't work out that way because you've always got some really good basketball. A lot of it has to do with who's hot at the end of the year and what kind of, you know, will that one uh, shining moment beat, you know, not, you know, knock the, uh, the favorite off. And uh, I think UConn's pretty good. I think they're playing pretty well. Of course, kind of pulling for Tristan a little bit. Hopefully he can get that ring. That'd be kind of cool. Um, you know, send him a message a while back and uh, he's just having fun. He said, thanks a lot, man. It's, it's a lot of fun enjoying the ride. And, um, you know, it's it's fun watching those guys. Houston's got a really athletic team. You know what they're doing down there right now, and uh, they, they they've got a really really athletic team. They remind me a little bit of the Cougar teams way back in you know in, in the the running the five slam pajama days. Not they don't have that kind of talent with Clyde Drexler and Kim Olajuwon, but they they're really fun to watch. And they're relentless, Morgan. They they defensively. I swear they foul every possession, but like we've been saying, like they're not going to call it every possession. So you make the refs uh, make a call. They are just—I mean, we've seen it here at Minji's with Kelvin Sampson's teams. They are just—they will fight you the entire forty minutes. Yeah, they will. And what what he's done down there, he's got a, a rotation of maybe eight to ten guys that he'll put in, and they're all interchangeable. Right. Yeah. You know, one guy, one guy goes down, gets fouled out, or gets in foul trouble. 
they're going to stick somebody else in that's just as tenacious. And, you know, that's a style that's hard to play against. But can you maintain that kind of intensity throughout the tournament? We, I, I'm, I can't wait. Uh, favorite, uh, favorite sports day of the year is that first Thursday of the tournament. We'll have the games here for you on a Pirate Radio once again. So looking forward to that. Still a lot of hoops to be played between now and then. Morgan, uh, ECU baseball in action. 545 first pitch today. East Carolina and North Carolina. Once again, Campbell gets the best of ECU, but the Pirates are 3-1 and one heading into this uh, fun weekend series. And uh, a lot of Pirate fans will be tuned into that over the weekend especially sunday going to be a great crowd at uh, clark leclair stadium yeah sure that's a good weekend of baseball and you know with uh with coach uh coach godwin coach forbes they put those things this tournament type field together where you're not in one location for three days in a row and uh i think it's a really good 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 thing for both schools it's kind of a neat neat atmosphere and i'll you know playing down in Fayetteville on saturday no tv i think somebody uh put out there that somebody's going to put it online and do like a John Packer did back when the Pirates played UCLA. There were no teams or no television for those two great teams and probably the same thing tomorrow. But, you know, it's uh, two good programs battling it out and gives you a good test and a good feel for who you are early in the season. And Morgan, on the football front, uh, we talked to Mike Houston on Monday. Programming alert, Blake Harrell, ECU defensive coordinator, will join us coming up 5 o'clock Monday on Pirate Radio Live. So talking about this offseason, a lot of momentum uh, going right now for the Pirates and uh, just going to be a fun spring ball to follow everything going on at the quarterback position. I have heard from sources that Caton Hauser can spin it. So uh, well, looking forward to seeing what they do. Mike Houston and John David Baker have pretty much come out and said, Morgan, this is an open competition. May the best man win. Uh, but I'm hearing good things about Caden Hauser, the transfer. Yeah, from what I heard, uh, have heard from some of the, the player workouts that they're, you know, they're, they're learning how to gel with each other. And I think the spring is going to be important. But I'm going to tell you just as important coming out of the spring, if they do name a starter, uh, whether it's uh, – him or Garcia or whoever it might be, they, this summer is going to be huge for them to to do their workouts and you know still develop that chemistry because you could be here, but through the end of April, you've only been here for for three or four months, and you've really been on the field only a handful of days. Whether it's a 12, 12 or fifteen practices that you can be out there, so you know this summer is going to be crucial for them once they do name a starter. If they do it coming out of spring, who knows? But it's going to be fun to watch. They got a lot of. Uh, a lot of potential, but as one of my old coaches used to say, potential's one of the most dangerous words in sports. Everybody's got it, but who develops it? That's the question. Alex Harper here, uh, intern, long snapper. Alex, uh, once you get done with spring ball, Morgan talks about the, the crucial summer and those workouts. What, are the, what does the summer work entail for football players? A whole lot of running. We run all the time. Uh, it's kind of similar to winter, but there's more football involved. We'll start doing um, OTAs uh, in the afternoon where we do more football-related stuff. But it's a lot of running, a lot of lifting, a lot of getting in shape for the season and getting prepared for fall camp. There you go. A grueling summer to get ready for fall camp, which you also told us is pretty grueling. Whoa, 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 whoa. Alex. Sir. You're a snapper. Ain't no running. All you do mm. is donuts. To one thing of. Do you want me to film a day in a life during the summer, or I can get back to you? <laughs> <laughs> 
as long as you got a uniform on, you're you're running, right? No matter yeah, where you play. Running. Believe me, I I'm just picking on. No, oh, I know. <laughs> I know. No, but you know, like with the with the with the quarterbacks in particular, and I, I saw this like with with Holden before his final year here. You know, he had a lot of new guys come in when you got Isaiah Winstead came in and uh, Jalen Johnson came in and some other guys. And so you, the quarterbacks in particular really working with, um, you know, timing and, and developing that that familiarity of, 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 you know, knowing how this receiver likes to catch the football, how the quarterback likes to catch throw the football, where the breaks are, that kind of thing in the, in the, in the, the routes and the passing trees. So that's where it's really – uh, interesting to watch and see how that development carries over into the fall. Morgan Ayler's joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Thank you, Alex. And uh, thank you, Morgan, for joining us on the program today. Hope you enjoy your uh, your little getaway, and we'll see you in Menji's Coliseum coming up on Thursday. See you, Coach Morgan. See you guys. Have a great weekend. See you, buddy. There he is uh, DJ Captain Morgan. Morgan Ayler's joining us. Uh, for you, I guess Zach specifically, uh young internet savvy kid that follows things like this why are the new orleans pelicans beefing with stephen a smith do you know you do not know um i don't know either but (laughs) he just put up a well it's been two hours now but i'm just seeing it is it because stephen a smith called zion williamson fat was that recent i think it was a lot yeah i've heard i'm quoting here Zion will eat the table. <laughs> he will eat the table. Well, they just put up a Stephen A. Smith highlight video compilation. It's got him airballing a three that's not even close. It's got him throwing out a first pitch that barely goes halfway. Uh, he's actually airballing two threes. He's uh, he's boxing, and he also goes to get a basketball and falls down on the court. <laughs> It they is, put his points up. They put his points. Yes, it is awesome. So I don't know why this is happening, but shout out to the Pelicans. It's very funny. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Friday. As we go to break, Shirley, let's open up those phone lines. Let's go caller four at 317-1250. Caller four, jump in now. A 15-pack of Bud Light can be yours on a free beer Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. The 16-ounce aluminum bottles. These get cold. These are good. And they can be yours if you're caller 4. 317-1250. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The technicians at New Blue stand ready to face any challenge that time or the elements may throw at your home. Your home deserves the best and New Blue is ready to help with any electrical, plumbing, and HVAC needs. New Blue also now specializes in crawl space moisture control and encapsulations along with septic system repairs and installations. Contact them today at callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. 
Pirate with you, Pirate Radio Live on a free beer Friday. Congratulations to Chad Moore, who usually people come in the following week and pick up their beer. He's like, dude, I'm on the way. Nah, man, we got three ECU baseball games to follow. We got Elimination Chamber. We got College Hoops. Uh, we are going to uh, enjoy that beer this weekend. So Chad's coming uh, to pick that up right uh, about now. So there you go. Um, oh, I wanted to pass this along. This gets me excited. What do we got? Oh Did I miss something? What are y'all giggling at? My tag. Uh, Look at the YouTube. Jamie's second worst nightmare. Intern Zach With is in the house. every naming possibility covered. Oh, yeah. My okay. name is covered in every form. Yeah, all right. Uh, you guys are silly. I'm going to just say it. Y'all are some silly gooses. Uh, Shirley has notified me we will be carrying two college basketball games this weekend. That means we're getting close to the NCAA tournament. That means I'm excited. We got Texas and Kansas Saturday at 545, Purdue at Michigan at 145 on Sunday. Live college hoops right here on Pirate Radio. All right, Zach uh, said he wanted to come hang out in yeah. the studio, and I said, all right, what you got? And he said, nothing. I just Not wanna... much. <laughs> cool. I'm just here. Good to see you, man. Yeah, what's up? Just good vibes. Great vibes on a Friday. I feel like the vibes are a little higher than they were earlier in the show. I admit I have fun tra- uh, talking junk, and trash talk's my favorite thing ever, but uh, I just don't want it to cross any lines, and I feel like it, we're okay. We're just ball-busting, right? We held it right yeah. where it needed to be everybody's good jamie are you good uh actually jamie said i'm gonna bury this feud and send alex a box of milk bones what is that uh, dog treats dog treats oh (laughs) they don't look like oreos (laughs) yeah Yeah, have you seen me the oreo ones five calories a cookie man i'm on a cut right now let's do it send me those chad says battle of the fake jerseys zach and jamie (laughs) I never claimed to be real. <laughs> that is true. Um, and yeah, Chad Gang is still going. Jamie says, "Love these kids." We got a great group of turns. We do this week. Can I hear uh, Brian Medor pretending to be Skip Holtz and saying "turn" a bunch of times? Because I love our turns. What we're gonna have to do is we're gonna have to turn and turn some more. And when we're done turning, we're gonna turn again. And then after we've turned two or three more turns, we're going to turn them all into turns. Skip Holtz used to like to say the word turn a lot. And Brian Medor did a good Skip Holtz impression. Who does the best Mike Houston impression on the team, Alex? Ooh. Does anybody do what? Do y'all do coach impressions out there? Nah, I think no. No, was... I didn't get punched in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> that is Mike Houston. That's Mike Houston. That does not sound like <laughs> Coach Houston. What did he have, Shirley? Did he have a band like something on his nose he got hit with the ball or hit with something yeah he got hit with something maybe and had like a just a small band-aid or like a black eye or I think yeah he got, a little bit of a bruising i think he got surgery on his nose if i'm not well, that like not, been it wasn't too. plastic surgery it was like something <laughs> thank <laughs> you for clarifying i think he's getting his lips done this week no nah. No, I don't I mean, I don't even know if that's completely true, but I remember, I think he had like a legitimate issue that he got fixed. All I know is that he didn't get punched in the nose. No, I didn't get punched in the nose. <laughs> Give us a, uh, have you met the newest coach at ECU? Has he been in yet? The new, was it Re- Rico Zachary? He is not here okay. as of today. I think he gets here this weekend. And we're still waiting for a 
special, special teams, teams coordinator. Coach. Coordinator. Excitement time. And of course, that is going to be my coach. And his name, what he likes to be called, is I don't know. Okay. Genuinely, I don't know. Oh, okay. Are you lying to me? I'm not. If you were, that we, would be we were okay. Told, we were. He literally told us today he's still interviewing candidates. There you go. So All right. We literally some don't. real news. Right. The news is there's no news, but uh, candidates are being interviewed. Um, Zach, how many people are heading to Fayetteville with you? We are taking seven in our little convoy. Look who just showed up. Seven. All right. That's a pretty good section. Uh, Chad, your prize is right there on the table, buddy. Boom. So enjoy. I like Chad. Why do you like Chad? Because he's not Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good reason to like Chad. Chad is a Titans fan. How does that make you feel about him? Indifferent. It makes no impact at all. Yeah, the Titans are just kind of there, man. They don't bother anybody. They drafted Chris Johnson. That's cool. That is cool. That's cool. That's cool. Other facts about Chad. Chad, who's your all-time favorite wrestler? He's a big wrestling guy. (laughs) <laughs> that is a unique Who did ro- he say? road dog Jesse James from the New Age Outlaws. And badass Billy Gunn. Yes, sir. All right, there's some Chad facts. Hashtag Chad facts. Oh, on, uh, you didn't know. On this Friday. Enjoy the beer. Also a big Orioles fan. Those are cool. Yeah. Cool colors. Do y'all have baseball teams? Who's your baseball team? I'm, I couldn't... I cannot care any less about Major League Baseball than I do right now. Thank you for wording that properly. I hate. We told, I, I saw something on Twitter on that, that the other day. One of my uh, pet peeves is I could care less. Hey, moron, think about what you just said. Yeah. yeah. Just couldn't care. No, I, I can't. I cannot care any less. Appreciate you saying that. Do now, you have a baseball team? Braves. Yeah. Now, if if the discussions that are that – have been going on come to fruition and that Raleigh gets an MLB team I'll be a huge what Raleigh discussions? MLB they will not because MLB said they that, that they are looking into expansion they looked at Charlotte too they, MLB who North Carolina's not getting a team like name a name well I mean we talked about this before if they go to Charlotte I won't care if they go to Raleigh I will really yeah why is that that's I why I don't I'm not a Panthers or a Hornets fan because they play in Charlotte okay but uh, but you don't have another team you like, so why not just like them? I won't be changing. It's no yeah. skin off your back. And it's Zach. I know you're from that area. It's not that I don't like the area. I just don't like the teams that are in Charlotte. Pretend that they are teams for North and South Carolina. My main beef is with South Carolina. <laughs> so the Hurricanes the don't pretend they're no. South the Carolina. Hurricanes are a North Carolina okay. team, and they're proud of it. They got the state flag in their jersey. They got the state outline in their secondary logo. I don't that is think a North Carolina team through and through. I mean, Zach's got a point. The the Hornets don't claim Charlotte. South Carolina. They're Charlotte. Charlotte through and through. Mm, I don't know. Just Charlotte. You need that to go bug, to a game. That bugs me with the Panthers, though. How they? Well, the logo, the Panther, is designed off of the borders of North and South Carolina. Yeah, I think that's yeah, kind of terrible. Cool, actually. Well, yeah. Not me. You disagree? I mean, I don't like South Carolina. I got beef with them too now. But so Zach, you have that retro Hornets coat. And it's like, oh, what eBay? Yeah. Where'd you get that? Yeah. No, so you're what'd you say? Your dad, your parents? My mom had your mom. season tickets the inaugural season, and, and got that at the just that season. That I don't season, when. yeah. That season, she got it, and I've kind of stolen it at this point. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is funky fresh. Have you? Did you go to Hornets games at all? I've been to a good few in my life. I'm, I wasn't a frequenter. Yeah, there was much to frequent. It was fun to go, but there was not much to cheer for. 
I, t- I, I love those games. And they're I, fun. I've gone to... I saw him play Dame and the Blazers, which is when I started really loving Dame. Mm-hmm. I saw him play Wall and Bill and the Wizards. Yep. I saw them play uh, uh, DeRozan and, and Lowry and the Raptors. And the Hornets won all those games. But they were really fun and enjoyable i wish i could go to more i wish they were closer yeah the so. t- the thing is if you're there the tickets are always like five bucks it's never a problem to go uh yeah i got i bought expensive tickets oh no i i'll, I'll go <laughs> but i only go to one if i went to a lot of them i would get cheap tickets i still don't go to a lot i'll go to my buddies like my senior year one one weekend we're like hey there's a hornets game for five bucks that night you want to go and we're like sure so we spend a night on the town five bucks we got the, the last row of seats fair enough just because we wanted to be there just for fun and we beat the raptors by 40 oh man uh y'all want to hear chan's oh baby video preview on the radio i played on my phone all right, Pirate Nation, it's Chandler, and we're on location for the second time this week. The first time it was in Bowie's Creek. Tonight, it's at Boschmer Stadium in Chapel Hill. Pirates are on the field getting ready. The sun is out, and the first pitch is now set for 545. Trey Savage will be the starting pitcher for the Pirates tonight. So uh, the first game of a three-game series this weekend right here in Chapel Hill, ECU versus UNC. Go Pirates. All talk right. about. Okay. No, it was talk about talk about did he say that a lot well he does he didn't in that video good reference alex um people milling around a lot of a lot of blue uh talking about uh you grew up here a little bit talk about the transition over to east carolina talk about the recruiting process so talk about the recruiting process talk about maybe some of the camps you went to so talk about those camps talking about uh talk about talk about talk about talk about talk about a little bit Hit the beginning again, Shirley. Uh, my favorite line. Hit it one more time. Well, uh, talking about uh, you grew up here a little bit. Talk about right, yeah. you grew up here a little bit. Now, what does that mean, Chandler? Now, why would he say that? That was when he interviewed me, right? A little bit, if anything. He sounds. No. He sounds like. Was a, it? Yes. Uh, it's, it's when he interviewed me before the season. <laughs> he said, "You grew up here a little bit." <laughs> What do you mean, bro? I grew up here a lot. I grew up here a whole bit. The whole thing? A whole bit. For 13 years. A little bit. That's a lot of bit. <laughs> that was the interview. No wonder you know he says talk about it. He was doing it to you. To your face. Ah, that's funny. In your face. Right in your face. Looking forward to uh, some pirate baseball. Why are you not in Chapel Hill, bruh? It just it seemed inconvenient. And I don't want to get into. I just can't stay around UNC fans for too long. Completely valid. I get. I get violent. Don't start any stuff uh, in Fayetteville tomorrow. Now nah, we're in the we're in the standing room berm. It's like it has access uh, to the bars, and I imagine the bars will probably be ECU filled. That'd be cool. They, they don't have wine and cheese at the bars. Ooh. A dated but shot fired. I'll allow it. I like it. It's an easy one, and it's true. Yeah. Sometimes you got to play the hits, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matt Lewis says Matt Lewis preach. I do not know a Matt Lewis. He's not related to me. Not a real Carolinian. Who's he calling? I think he's referring to me not being a Charlotte sports fan. Now is a Carolinian someone from North or South Carolina? So you're Cliff. Where are you from originally? Winterville. I, I so Winterville. Let me put it to you this way: I grew up here a little bit. A little bit. Okay. So, so the fact 
that you are a Washington Commanders fan. They oh, I can are explain that. Okay, well, reasons. But my point is, Washington is just probably as close to us as Charlotte is. It is closer. So it's closer. It's closer. Yeah. So, wh- why do I need to be a Charlotte sports fan, especially when they also claim South Carolina? I'm not. I, you, okay, you don't need to be. My point is. I'm not a Panthers fan because I already have a team. You don't have another team. You're just choosing not to. Like, if you were a, um, a Eagles fan or something, and I could see why you wouldn't be a Panthers fan. You already have a team. If you were a Bulls fan, okay, I don't want the Hornets because I already like the Bulls. But you don't like any other teams. You're just choosing not to like them. Right. Yeah. Charlotte. <laughs> but you know what? When NFL season comes around, I'm way less stressed out. I get to watch games for the fun That's of fine. It. It's, it's not stressful. To be I just don't think that's as fun, though. Yeah. You don't get to suffer like we do. Part of the oh, NFL no. season is. is like just being mad at the world and angry. If we think about it, he does have a lot more to worry about during football season. Like my family. Yeah, that's true. I don't watch much of the NFL anyway. My family hates me during football season. I, I've gotten better, but like I get legitimately mad watching Washington more so than any other There team. is like a two-month stretch of the year where I'm genuinely an angry sports fan. It's Hockey normally playoffs. the Stanley Cup playoffs, yes. Yep. So, I get I look. I look forward to watching some postseason hockey with you this year. Dude, it's the best. I'll bring my, uh, my towel from game four of Hurricanes and capitals from years ago mm. where i went to which was one of the best sporting events i've ever seen that life. was the series where we won in washington in game seven overtime yeah mm-hmm. where the home teams won every game until yes. game seven yep that was awesome and the coolest part of that game was not a hurricane's goal it was seeing one of the all-time greats alex ovechkin absolutely smash one on a power play and seeing the greatest do it live in front of you, it's, it's just something different about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who's the greatest player you've ever seen live? Oh, I got to think about that. So I would go like Emmett Smith or an Irvin and those Cowboys I've seen live. Oh, I saw Peyton Manning play against Washington. And I'd go Ovechkin. I haven't been to any per- – I have never been to a professional sporting event. No, I take that back. I, wa- I watched the Braves play last summer. Oh man! So, so you maybe saw Acuna and, maybe Ronald Acuna Jr. But honestly, my real answer is probably Pat White. Yeah, uh, he was awesome in college. Uh for me, gosh, it's probably got to be Rod Brendamore because I was. I'm shocked, Shirley. Well, I mean, shocked. Answer. You did not say a uh, a women's soccer player. Oh yeah, well Abby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I but, mean, she's made more of an impact in her sport than Brenda Moore did. Oh, yeah. There's no question about no that. Offense. Yeah, absolutely. No offense, Alex. How about, yeah, how about Alex, you? No offense. All I got is either Cam Newton has a biased opinion mm-hmm. or um, MVP. Zerdan Shakiri. Uh, he plays for the Chicago Fire now, but he Ooh. played he played for Liverpool for a lot of years. Yeah, I'll go Cam Newton. If I haven't heard, like, I, I don't know who that is. He's a Liverpool not legend but pretty up there he All just right. plays in the MLS now gotcha and I saw him last summer speaking of MLS season begins tomorrow night Charlotte FC in the bank over 60,000 tickets sold that's nuts looking at about 65,000 can you root for Charlotte FC that is so lame by the way this is one thing I hate about the MLS oh no Ugh. 
first of all, MLS, what does that stand for? Major League Soccer. Charlotte is called Charlotte FC. Football what does that club. stand for? Football what are we, club. What are we doing? Okay. Why? Have you noticed there's also SCs in this league? That's bold yes. of you, that's bold of you to say, Clip, considering you are a fan of the Washington football team. They're the commanders, dummy. Uh, um, what is what is are you still talking? We're I'm having a discussion. What? Yeah, my bad. I'll, y'all got it. What do you want to say? Speak your mind. What is inter? Inter? So that is derived from uh, Milan has a team. I know. Milan. Inter Milan. So they're just ripping it off. Yes, but inter means internet. In Italian, it's internazionale, international. So they're international Miami. Why? Because it's soccer. Because they're ripping soccer. it off. Soccer's very international. What is United? That's Manchester typical. United. Ripped it off from them. DC. They just blatantly took what other leagues have yeah and and that is that just feels so lame to me well every team every league's done it now like every team has copied another team in the naming format i think we should have gone american and americanized it and given them mascots instead of pretending we're some big league or something well the first teams did the 90s teams the la new england revolution the revolution the good dynamo good those are cool yeah i think we should have done that we still have them orlando city's the lions charlotte's the crown um, Chicago Fire. Yeah, but they don't have one. those names. No, Chicago Fire. Orlando names. City. That is so stupid. That's my old team. And I, I don't Before hate Charlotte that them. as much as Inter and United and all that stuff. Orlando's purple. That's why I like them until Charlotte had one. Alex, I'm sorry I snapped at you. It's okay. Did you have something you want to say? No. Right. Nothing relevant. 7.30 tomorrow night. Commanders is a stupid name. They were called the football team. I know. It's I, li- I, don't I like, like the Washington football team. No. I do. They had better uniforms than the Commanders do now, though. I'll give you that. That's fair. Chad's best athletes he's seen live. Ripken. I've seen Ripken, too, Chad. I think at the same game you were at when I went to see the Orioles with you and your family back in the day. Kirby Puckett and Don Mattingly. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and have more for you pirate radio live on a free beer friday jerry's from blackjack i used to go to blackjack a lot and play church basketball back in the day that's what i think about when i see blackjack guys when you play blackjack do you hit on 16 yes 17 no 16 is a no for me no no not 17 15 Yes. Okay. 15, so 16 is the final number for me. All right. I go 16. Okay. I'll go on 16. You're uh, you're a dangerous man. Back with you Pirate Radio Live after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese, biscuits, and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Matt saw the 97 Braves in Atlanta first first pro game. I saw them about five or six years prior to that for my first ever Atlanta game. And it was before McGriff was there because Fred McGriff and Gary Sheffield were playing for the Padres in that game. Uh, We will head out to... Oh, by the way, we are underway. Powder Purple's in full effect in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, wearing their blue tops with the white pants. And we're going to quickly have two outs here in the top of the first inning after a Carter Cunningham flyout. Uh, we'll head out to the Pirate Radio Live line, talk to Greeny, Mark Greenhelge, Golf Shop Show, coming your way Saturday here on Pirate Radio. Greeny, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, Cliff. How you doing? Doing good. Uh, one of our, our topics today has been uh, fan behavior coming off last night where uh, Kevin Durant's coming through the tunnel and uh, he has called the B word and he knows exactly who did it because there was only two fans in the entire section. So he goes over and has a face-to-face conversation with him and talking about it throughout sports, um, which is kind of funny because that was a topic of ours last week coming off the waste management. Uh, but Golf Greeny... I don't know. I don't see a ton of cases of fans uh, chirping golfers when when it does happen. It makes headlines, I guess, because it happens so rare. But how would you generally say the relationship is between live, you know, PGA and and live fans going to events and the golfers that are in those events? Well, it's interesting. You know, the live is supposed to be you know louder uh, to John Rahm's dismay so far, but. So uh, there's probably a little more noise with the background and the music playing and all that stuff. Uh, but traditionally, golfers have been you know, pretty quiet. Uh, you know, we, we obviously we've had the waste management in the 16th hole. You have some other tournaments that have incorporated things like that. You know, up in Canada, they've had the, the par three at the end where they've had the penalty box and all that stuff. And they've raised the, you know, some of the fans up in the air to watch the action. So there's been some creativity that's come around on the golfing side. But for the most part, you know, the fans are respectable. I've been to plenty of golf tournaments. You, you get a heckle every once in a while. But for the most part, you know, golfers understand that when they're playing, they kind of want it quiet and they and they kind of go follow that same rule of thumb. But, you know, you're going to have isolated instances where this is going to happen. And, uh, you know, it probably comes down to alcohol probably more than anything else. Yeah, which we uh, see there in Phoenix. Greeny, is there – does anybody come to mind uh, over the years or a current golfer that does interact with the fans more than others, good, bad, and different uh, guys that, that will chat it up on the course? Anybody, any pro golfers come to mind? Well, you know, one of the great ones was always Lee Trevino. I mean, oh, yeah. you know – was, would talk to anybody, and there was always a conversation going on with Lee Trevino. Uh, you know, you, you probably had Colin Montgomery on the opposite side of that, who it seemed like if somebody uh, burped 
you know, on the ninth hole and he was on the 12th hole, he stopped and heard it. <laughs> so, um, you know, you've had various instances where you've had a lot of interaction. You've had some people that have that embrace having conversations with people because it helps keep them loose. And you have other people that want absolute dead silence. I mean, it's funny. You know, people always talk about slow play. Patrick Cantlay has been called slow. Bryson DeChambeau is called slow. Well, you go back and watch some of the videos from like the 60s and 70s where Jack Nicklaus is playing and near, near the lead or in the lead of a major championship. And he was called deliberate, which basically means that he was really slow. So, uh, you know, there's been the same thing decade after decade on the golf side. Slow players, fast players, guys that, you know, can, can deal with some of the noise, the guys that don't like any noise. Mark Greenhill's Golf Shop Show joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Uh, Greeny, we were comparing some uh, some golf to baseball earlier this week with the pitch clock, uh, which was instituted last year in college baseball. You go to games now, and the, these pitchers are, are getting the ball and firing it right away, and guys are not stepping out of the batter's box. They're not doing the Nomar Garcia para uh batting gloves wiggle waggle and then uh, we had mully on he compared it to some of the golfers who who uh tend to take their time uh before hitting a shot so is there any talk I, 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 golf is just so different than everything else where i don't know if you need to make it more exciting or if people are clamoring it to make it more exciting but are they doing anything now to speed it up just to 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 give the fans a, a little something extra whether rather than waiting around is that an issue in golf at all uh, i mean the dp world tour had had an event and has an event where they put a shot clock out there hmm. there's a shot clock with each group and if you violate the shot clock you get a one-stroke penalty so wow. they, is that too gimmicky or do you like something like that greeny uh, i mean the problem we have in golf is that it trickles down right so Here's my big thing. When you, we know the Masters is coming up, right? Well, they do the, the uh, drive, chip, and putt Sunday, the finals. They have all these competitions across the country, and then all the finalists get to come and do it at Augusta National. Well, the problem is you watch those kids, whether it's the putt, whether it's the chip, or whether they're hitting the tee shot, right? I mean, they're basically hitting like two or three, tee, two or three chip shots, chips, and putts, and all this stuff. And the amount of time being taken by these kids and that competition is, extraordinary and that's where you see where professional golf has pushed you know the younger generation to take that much time now what you're doing taking that much time i mean you know they always say people and i do it i mean i stand behind the ball and i and i kind of i pick my spot and i think about the shots that i want to hit but i do it in like 10 seconds right i maybe i could take more time and i'd shoot lower scores but there's a fine line between visualizing your shot and executing your shot and it shouldn't take you a minute and a half to do it right there may be some time involved if it's a windy day or there's weather conditions um you know you see something like that baseball isn't as impacted by that a lot of times i mean there's situational where base runners and things like that where it may take a little more time so you know golf is just a different animal but i think you know, once it's your turn and you're supposed to be hitting the shot, there's got to be some kind of time frame that says, hey, look, you can't take two or three minutes to hit this shot. It's got to be done in the X amount of time. But until they start really penalizing people, which they do periodically, it's not going to take effect. They're not going to worry about it. Mark Greenhill's Golf Shop Radio Show joining us. Greeny, uh, what are we following this weekend? Got the Mexico Open going on. Anything you're keeping an eye on there? Yeah, this is another one of those events where you're really trying to position yourself to get in the signature events. I mean, when you look at the field, 
You, your best-ranked player in terms of world golf ranking was Tony Finau at a 24. Uh, you only had four guys in the top 50 in the world playing in this event. So this is one of those opportunities where you have a little bit of a lesser field and you're looking for guys to step up. They want to get into that uh, top five in the FedEx Cup points that gets them into the signature event. And they want to continue to move their way up the leaderboard. So that's kind of what you look for to see if there's any names that you're not used to seeing that might be floating to the top a little bit more. And that's what you kind of look for. And, and you're getting a little bit of that right now. I mean, you got Matt Wallace in at uh, 11 under par, along with Alvaro Ortiz at 11 under par as we're talking. So, again, this is an opportunity for somebody to make a name for themselves, to get themselves into more events, more high-profile events, make more money, make more points. Grinny, I, I hate to be that guy, but I am that guy. I'm the novice that, that brings up the Woods name every week when we have a golf conversation. And this week, uh, the Woods name is in the news because Tiger Woods' son, Charlie, uh, fell short in a PGA Tour qualifier. Um, the 15-year-old son of Tiger Woods, it, it's kind of gross to talk about, uh, whether it be a child star or a child athlete, and you cover him and talk about him like this. I, I'm just wondering, and, and by the way, that's one reason I respect LeBron James, I mean, I'm not a huge fan, but I respect him because he's on the cover of Sports Illustrated as a high school kid, and he's been able to not only be great on the court, but stay out of trouble and seemingly live a somewhat normal life despite being in the spotlight for the last 25 years or whatever. Um, but when you, you look at, at Charlie Woods, is he someone that you say, hey, he's he has a future in golf, or is it one of those things where you don't know? Does he get burnt out by it? Does he want to do something else? Is he in the spotlight too early? Uh, what do you think about Charlie Woods? No, I, I reiterate that I think Tiger's done a good job. Uh, I don't think Charlie's going to get burnt out because he didn't really get focused on golf until the last couple of years. He was playing a bunch of different sports, and Tiger really didn't push him down that road. This was his choice to kind of go down this path, and you know he hasn't had a whole lot of tournament experience when you really look at it and I think that may be a little bit by design from Tiger because you know obviously no matter what event he goes to play in the spotlight's going to be on him and there's going to be expectations so I think Tiger has refrained from really getting him out in front Uh, you know he he went and shot 86 which was not really even a, a great score there were probably some serious nerves in there I think he made a 10 on one hole so um you know, it's a different animal when you go to try and qualify for a professional event. You know, he's 15 years old. He's stepping up. He's going to start playing in some um, AJGA events, which is a lot of uh, big-time events for, for junior golfers. Uh, they were just starting to uh, have those events when I was a junior golfer. Now it's like a whole tour. That's why all these kids that come out onto the PGA Tour is 20-something-year-olds. They all know each other because they've all played these events. So I think the progression that Tiger's taking him on, he's given him – and, you know, with the playing in the in the parents, you know, with Tiger, I think has given him some exposure what the media spotlight's going to be on him. And now that he's maybe become comfortable with that, you may start seeing him get into more events. And it's going to come down to his success is going to come down to experience. You can be a great golfer on Saturday and Sunday at your own golf course. Can you be a great golfer on a Thursday at a golf course that you've only played one time before? And that's what's going to differentiate. And that's what he's going to start getting the uh, the experience in doing. 
Good stuff. Mark Greenhouse joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Greeny, I'm a little reluctant to bring up Clemson basketball. Seems like when I do, they lose. Uh, they've got another important home Saturday night game. Uh, they failed against NC State last week, but in the midweek, picked up a 24-point win over Georgia Tech. They got Florida State coming up tomorrow night. Uh, the computers seem to still like Clemson uh, on the, the right side of bracketology, at least according to Joe Lenardi. So I know you won't be watching um, because they do better when you don't, you say. So uh, I'll just say good luck to your Tigers this weekend. Yeah, uh, you know, it's interesting. I think the last bracketology I saw on the ESPN site had Clemson in along with Virginia, Duke, and North Carolina, and then Wake Forest, who is actually one game ahead of Clemson in the standings, out. Yeah. So Wake, Wake Forest, I think, might be in the category of Clemson last year where they had a good record but not necessarily good wins. So Clemson... Maybe not as good a record as they had last year, but uh, but some serious good wins that's going to help them in the long run. I think again, I, I told you before that they could only afford you know seven and two down the run. Well, they've lost one of them, so they can <laughs> afford one other loss coming down the stretch. So again, handle business on the teams that you're supposed to beat. And for me, it might come down to that last game of the, of the regular season, yeah. which Wake Forest uh, hosting Clemson. Yeah, that uh, that uh, looks like it will be a big one coming up on March 9th. Greeny, uh, what do you guys have planned for Saturday's edition of the Golf Shop Show? So we'll check in with Bill Bender. I'll ask him that question about who's in and who's out. We're going to talk to Charles Cox, the CEO of a, an app called Swing U that's going to help your, your golf game out a little bit. We're going to uh, check in with Sun Mountain Sports and talk about some of their new offerings for this year. And then we'll check in with Golf Today UK's Matt Ward on the state of the game so far in 2024 and as we get ready for the Players' Championship next month. Greeny, good stuff, man. Thanks for joining us. Have a great show Saturday, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right, Clip, you have a good one, too. Thanks. Mark Greenelge, Golf Shop Show, joining us here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll take our final timeout. Come back as we do. Let me tell you the DraftKings Sportsbook. One of America's top-rated sportsbook apps is coming soon to North Carolina. March 11th, you can bet on same-game parlays, money lines, props right here in North Carolina with DraftKings. Uh, they have the best features with the odds boost, the live sports betting. Also, uh, it is safe, secure, and reliable. You can withdraw and deposit your cash whenever you want and bet on all kinds of sports. It's DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now so you'll be ready to go March 11th when we go live in North Carolina. If you have a gambling problem, call 877-718-5543 or visit morethanagame.nc.gov. 21 plus North Carolina only. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See terms at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook slash NC. We'll wrap it up on a Friday after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Real quickly, it was a good day for the stock market. Uh, The Dow was up 62 at 39,131. The Nasdaq fell 44 points at 15,996. The S&P rose just a 
point. Finished out the week at 5,088. That's your Wells Fargo Advisor stock market report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. All right. One of my favorite shows uh, so far in 2024. Thanks to Jamie and Zach and Alex for really entertaining us throughout most of our number one. That was uh, great stuff, gang. Appreciate it. Uh, We are back with you Monday, 3 o'clock, all new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Blake Harrell, East Carolina Defensive Coordinator, will join us Monday at 5 o'clock. For Shirley, Zach, Alex, and the crew, I am Cliff Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.